and warned. Warning, this podcast contains strong language and touches on a multitude of topics that might be considered inappropriate for work. If you choose to listen without headphones, we are not responsible for anything that happens to you as a result of your decision. You have been warned. Warning, this podcast contains strong language and touches on a multitude of topics that might be considered inappropriate for work. If you choose to listen without headphones, we are not responsible for anything that happens to you as a result of your decision. You have been warned. Please note that this podcast contains strong language and touches on a multitude of topics that may be considered inappropriate for work. If you choose to listen without headphones, we are not responsible for the results of your decision. You have been warned. Please note that this podcast contains strong language and touches on many topics that may not be considered appropriate for work. If you choose to listen without headphones, we are not responsible for the results of your decision. Warning. This podcast contains strong language and touches on a multitude of topics that might be considered inappropriate for work. If you choose to listen without headphones, we are not responsible for anything that happens to you as a result of your decision. You have been warned. Please note that this podcast contains strong language and may touch on topics that are not considered appropriate for a work environment. If you choose to listen without headphones, we are not responsible for the results of your decision. Please note that this podcast contains strong language and may touch on topics that are not considered appropriate for a work environment. If you choose to listen without headphones, we are not responsible for the consequences of your decision. Warning. Please note that this podcast contains strong language and touches on many topics that may not be considered appropriate for a work environment. If you choose to listen to this podcast where you can be overheard, we are not responsible for the consequences of your decision. You've been warned. Takes photos of himself.
check for the times people are straight publishing pics got never really like his suit red and blue black and white it's so cool send me out on his back spoilers people it is time to start our fourth episode yes yep. we are on official episode four and they all still suck so <laughs> If you've stuck with us this far, I promise we will start producing quality content someday. And this is our podcast about why everyone needs feminism and what that means, how intersectionality benefits us all. Before we go through and start everything up, uh, we're going to have to go through and get rid of the business at hand. Yes, we, of course, have a whole bunch of business. One, if you're a new subscriber to our Patreon, we love you. Uh, thank you for your financial support. We are, podcasts are the public radio of streaming media, and we need all the support we can get so we can keep making the podcast better. Buying things like subscriptions to high-quality newspapers. Additionally, thank you so much for all of your likes and subscribes and rates and reviews. Those are super important for manipulating algorithms so that we get some notice, so that we have someday some sponsors to pay for shit for us instead of depending on the kindness of strangers. Where you can find us is we're on all of your major podcast platforms, uh, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify. Um, are there others? I don't know. I don't hear I anyone heart, talk of others. iHeartRadio? iHeartRadio, um, TuneIn. Oh, I forgot about TuneIn. I only usually hear about the big three in my personal podcast listening. So that's where we're at with that. I may be a little tipsy, so there's going to be a lot more babble. I apologize. Bill's going to have a ton of extra work editing. Well, the babble can just be used as extra bonus footage for Patreon. Nobody's going to want to listen to me say the same five words over and over again, trust me. Well, Pretty sure there isn't angry feminist ASMR. <laughs> if there is, please contact me through the show on our Facebook page, our Twitter. We have an email address. We have a website. Bill's going to tell you all about that in just a second. But if there is Angry Feminist ASMR, please let me know. I want to get in on that. Tell them where to reach us. Facebook, where Noel Noel does most of her ranting, and I forward the stuff from Twitter. That's going to be at www.facebook.com forward slash we all have an X chromosome. It's, you'll be able to go through and find us there. Like, subscribe, review at the Facebook too, because that helps us with the Facebook algorithms and things of that nature. We are on Twitter. I mostly just go there to pull up more information of various news and reports and things of that nature. But I do occasionally will go through and comment on other things that are feminist equality worthy. So that is located... That is located on Twitter at X Chromosome Pod. Uh, we are banned from Instagram. I'll fix that at some point, but it's stupidity, and Instagram does not like to email people when they say that they're banned. Um, I didn't even flash my tits. It's very disappointing. I figured I, if we're going to get banned, we either need to get banned for fighting the man reasons or because my tits are too magnificent for you people to handle. Yep. Uh, fortunately, wasn't that reason. It was a stupid terms of service thing about putting in a possibly putting a web address in the stupid profile. Um, oh, for God's sake! They yeah. thought we were oh, for, oh, Jesus yeah. Christ! Um, so <sighs> our website's in the show notes. 
websites are in the show notes. Uh, our website is xchromosomepodcast.com. Uh, so we blog there, we post notes there, everything goes through there too. And we, if you, and we are on YouTube. The YouTube channel is not something that we have a simple YouTube at part because I'm not paying the extra money to get the at part done at this point. At some point, if we get a lot of requests, we're going to need more financing just to pay for additional services like that. So, um, but it, our podcasts are on YouTube also. And finally, as we mentioned, we have an email address. This is where you're going to go through and contact the show about things about the show. So write us about anything, stories, ideas, guests, things of that nature, and we'll be able to go through and respond to you. Um, More than likely, I'm going to respond via the email, but I always go and poke Noelle at the email in case she wants to respond about something. That email is write us at xchromosomepodcast.com. Yes, and do write us. Um, because it is Autism Awareness Month. We're all aware of autism, um, I guess. Autism Advocacy Month? Yeah. I I would like... Yeah, we're pretty aware autism is a thing by now. Mm -hmm. So I don't know what the the new less ableist term is, and I don't have time to look it up because we're live, but I am looking for guests for April, because we still have plenty of April left, that are neurodiverse, particularly autism. I want to hear, I want to get as many people on to talk about their experience with uh, this type of neurodiversity as possible. A nice little round table would be nice. If talking to strangers over the internet is not your thing, please write the show email address already write provided. It's also expr- in the show notes. Yeah, also in the show notes, um, do check it out. I really want uh, to use every month. You know, every month is a month um, about something that deals with intersectionality. Um, and we can start looking into how gender and medical access and diagnosis access all come together to create a perfect storm of shit for certain patient pop- certain patient populations. And... Autism Awareness Month is the best jumping off point for that. Uh, Now that I realize that I have a groove I can get into, um, I post a quote a day on my personal Facebook page. And all February, it was uh, Black authors and Black public figures. Last month, it was all feminists and women about being a woman. This month, I've got a lot of Temple, a lot of Dr. Temple Grandin quotes because she's kind of a big deal in multiple spheres and she's a woman an animal rights advocate an omnivore and autistic this technically is what we considered a part two only because as we've mentioned in the last couple of episodes um our bot failed us and thus we lost half of the interview so Well, this is round two. For everybody else, this is round one. I like to introduce Alpharif. He is a nerdcore. I'm gonna. I keep on saying Rift. It's Riff. I just keep on adding the T for no reason. (laughs) (laughs) Like fuck, but without the uck. 
on the end. <laughs> Just like there's no tea. We, we're we're fine. I've had a beer okay. on top of being depressed, so this is going to be great because I pounded that motherfucker. Uh, oh. Shout out to uh, Rheingeist oh. out of Cincinnati. It is the uh, Cheetah Ooh. Lager. Okay. It's a very it's a very good uh, like a lo- post yard work kind of a lager, kind of a summery thing. I did not bring them into the house, but by Ooh. God, I'm taking them out. <laughs> I'm like, uh, you can bring them into my house. Like, what's good? Like, I'm what's looking up? forward to trying other things from the brewery. <laughs> yeah, I need, I need something to drink right now. But I know no, if I do, no I'm gonna sleeping. fall asleep. We've got to so, crush this first. Yeah, let's not do that. Yeah. <gasps> you okay? Okay. Hi. What's up? So we're trying this whole thing again. <laughs> yeah. I see. Um. So we have we have two bots now. We have Craig the Craig failer. the loser bot. Yes. Uh, <laughs> and then there's Giarc, who I'm hoping is just going to be is reporting everything <laughs> backwards because that would be awesome. Um, <laughs> I I would agree with that being awesome. However, that's simply the backup bot. Uh, <laughs> uh, um, Damn it, Craig! I feel really bad about damn it cragging all the time because I'm pretty sure at some point my friend and independent author uh, Craig is probably going to listen to this podcast and be like, but why is she yelling at me all the time for a minute? Because he'll tune out just in time for us, for us to explain. No, Craig is our recording bot. He's our producer, I guess. Uh, Support producer. I don't know. I don't know how any of this works. He's got to have an official title because we're just a bunch of robots around here. I think I know it when it turned off. Like last time I was looking at Craig and it just went gray. And I was just thinking like, oh, that's just what it's supposed to do. So if they're white, pretty much every time, right? It's the only time that white is okay. (laughs) And a positive thing. (laughs) Oh, 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 man. See, the, the, the beer makes me an asshole, apparently. So one of the things that we spoke about <laughs> that didn't get recorded, which is uh, related to white being good and okay and not, uh, um, the uh, it's part of the thing that came up with um, South by Southwest, the um, the person of colorless oh, thing. Oh yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. The um, what did what did I call it? The adventures in alabaster yes is oh you said like 12 said? different ways of of not saying <laughs> i had some run-ins with some fucking terrible white people and they were all brilliant and i don't remember one of them oh my god but yeah the, the adventures uh, in alabaster uh... is probably one of the better ones oh good times good times good times um yeah so like the whole south by southwest thing was cool because of course you know like i'm down there and if you see like any of the pictures like there's maybe in like the group of people i was with there's like maybe one white person so you're just like oh shit like it's straight diversity like you know so many people doing so much cool stuff but then then you have nice little like actual run-ins and you just go that's the shit that i'm fucking talking about right there so like the one that stuck in my mind, what actually made me uh, put up my little post or whatever, because I wanted to have other people jump in, other people of color jump in and like say shit, was um, so we were at the Nerdcore Showcase, right? And that was on, what was that? That was on Saturday. 
And so we're there and like everybody's performing, like all the, you know, all the people who had been like hanging out during the week were there. It was a, it was a pretty packed house. It was like, it was just like a super cool experience. Right. So I'm sitting there and like the seats that they have are like that kind of Coliseum type seating. So it's like Mm -hmm. stair seats or whatever. So I'm sitting there, I'm high as shit. And I'm I'm just vibing. And uh and my dude Super Smack comes over and I don't even remember like I know he was drunk as shit, but I don't know if if like we had been talking about something beforehand or what. Like, you know, of course now like it's been so far from when that happened, I'm kind of like, mm, were we actually talking about something? But he comes over and he sits kind of like behind me to the left, which was like at the very top of this little area or whatever. And so we're sitting there, we're watching, um, I don't even remember who was on, but we're sitting there watching him. And then like, as soon as everything like ends and he leans forward to say something to me, I saw these two white chicks literally walk past me. Like, so they're walking up the steps on my right side. And I'm just like, oh, okay, you know, cool. They'll probably sit like right behind me. Nah, these motherfuckers literally took his goddamn seat. Now his ass literally was like, maybe two feet off this seat so you know somebody had to like squeeze in there and give his ass cheeks like a little grab like a little like pat or something like what the fuck oh man my god i <laughs> cannot stand people in my space i would never do that to another human being because i would want to right that's not enough room for me i'm kind of compact i can't exactly exactly so like I'm already, I'm already like kind of, I see this shit happen in real time. Cause I'm turning to like, look at him and I'm seeing this shit happen in real time. And then he kind of turns, like he's about to sit down and he goes, yo, oh, these two white chicks just took my seat. And I looked at them and they are looking like they're doing that shit that people do where they know you're fucking looking at them. So now, now the ceiling is the most interesting thing that could ever exist on the right? fucking planet. Right. And I'm just staring at them. And I was like, fucking colonizers. So I just scooted over because I was like, I'm too high. Like, when I'm super high, I can't even really enunciate. So I can't really go off on somebody when I'm high because people just be like, dude, chill. What the fuck is wrong with you? You can't even talk right now. I'm like, yeah, I can't talk normally, but I really can't talk when I'm high. So I just scooted over. I was like, you can sit down, man. Like, fucking colonizers. (laughs) That was just like... Like that was the thing that stuck in my brain, and I wanted I wanted my friend Shabzilla because first and foremost she has a song where <laughs> where literally she calls white people out from the stage, and it makes people uncomfortable, and they they will get up and they will leave, or they'll just after after her set they'll come up like so I mean was that really about like me or was that about other white people? And it's like if you had to feel like you were being identified in that song, that was about you, period. So I kind of wanted her to like say some shit because me and her, we're always like doing uh, private messages and stuff and just going, oh my God, let me tell you about some bullshit that happened today. Oh she my works God. In the tech she's... industry and she's Filipino. <laughs> That's so some shit. you already know. Yeah. <laughs> so you already fucking know some shit's going to go on when she's, when she comes in and she's like, let me tell you about the shit that happened today. And I'm like, shoves, lay it the fuck Oh me, I need to hear it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna, you know? I'm gonna need. I'm gonna need <sighs> contact information. <laughs> yeah, because she needs to come on the show and fucking lose her shit about being a woman 
particularly of color in the tech industry because that's some mm-hmm. shit. Oh my god. Uh. Yeah, just some of the just some of like the random stuff that she she says gets said to her, and I'm just like, and like if you you see videos and stuff, like she's pregnant, and now people now it's like you're a woman, you're a woman of color you're in the tech industry, you're pregnant. People are probably mentioning your fucking husband, and is he going to be able to do this and do that and blah, 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 blah. And it's like, that's none of your fucking business, number one. And number two, she can still do everything she was doing before. Having a baby does not change your ability to do things. Like, maybe you're not bench pressing like 500 pounds, but you weren't before anyway. So that doesn't change. You know what I'm saying? Like, I could go on. You could. And we would not stop you. We would just sit here wrapped while you explained and were angry and did not need to apologize for it. It's it's just it's one of those things like because I've I've had people like ask me if I think about it too much. And I'm like, when literally when I was born, as a person of color, when I was born, there was already a bunch of shit that was assumed about me. So every time I enter anywhere, whether it's like a new place or a familiar place with, you know, some some people who might be newer there, I always have to like gauge everything that's happening. And I have to gauge like what my place is in it, what my comfort level is, but not just being comfortable because like maybe I have, you know, super anxiety or something. No, my comfortable level because... Hey, I don't know if this random white dude that's standing here is going to say some actual racist shit to me or if it's going to be like that subtle racist shit like, oh, you the whitest black guy. I know. Like, no, I'm fucking me. If you knew my entire family, you'd know this is how my entire family is. So there's no there's no like I'm a white person. No, the people that taught me and made me get into the stuff that I'm into have my shade of skin so like what's good you know but it's like yeah i'm always i always have to think about that that's the shitty part and then when i do find people that i can just be like super free with that is that's amazing and it's i won't say it's like it's a rare thing because it's not a rare thing like obviously you guys i'm i'm comfortable talking with you guys you know like my friends i'm pretty comfortable talking with like all my friends but at the end of the day, like, I don't know when I'm, when I go to any place, what, what the atmosphere is going to be. Like, I have to gauge the atmosphere all the time. And I know that shit is even more exhausting when you have other stuff. Like if you're gay or if you're trans or if you're a woman or, you know, like all of these other things, like these are things you have to gauge. Especially if you're all the above. And that's exhausting, you know? And, uh, so yeah, I think about it all the fucking time. Like I have to. It's my life. It's literally how I operate. So I don't know. People can they can they can get fucked, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I don't even do we remember what else we talked about besides your adventures in Alabasity? Um... Well, last time I things that we talked about that we're not gonna get an honest reaction about is I found out about his dark past about getting married uh (laughs) yeah that was the thing that freaked you out was the getting married not anything else he said nothing else the wait you were married (laughs) 
Like, no, no. Wait, see, the Mary that was just being quiet, just put my interjection in. Then he goes off and says, and then I did porn. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, that's the see, one. Neither that... of these bother me. No, no, no. It's not that they bothered me. It was like, these are just things I never remotely knew. <laughs> That's my superpower is I get people to just admit things. <laughs> but but the funny part is this, it's not even like I don't hide it. Like I, I talk about my ex-wife, not all the time, but I'll be like, oh, yeah, me and my ex-wife, we went to blah, blah, blah. Because like I well, like nobody else can now hear because uh-huh. Craig, damn it, Craig, um, me and my ex-wife, we're still friends. So like, right. you know, we still we talk every now and again. I, we haven't talked in like maybe four months or something, but. Like we talk every now and again. There's no animosity there. Um, we're still friends on like Facebook and stuff. Every now and again, we'll like each other's stuff, but we don't like show up for each other all the time. Right. Um, so you know, it's like an amicable kind of thing. So there's not, there's nothing to me. There's nothing weird there because we still even have some of the same friends. Right. Um, but well, yeah, if like, everybody decided in a chill manner that this just was not working from a legal paperwork standpoint, and we're just gonna not. That's awesome, and that's super non-toxic and very healthy yeah. in I terms mean, of relationship dynamics. We need more of that shit. I'm I'm one of those weird people where I'm like, yeah, I'm friends with about 95% of my exes. Like, that's just, it's what it is. Because even if, you, even if like, the, the romantic relationship didn't work, the platonic relationship can work. It just depends on, like, what it is. Because one of them... I mean, I'm going to get kind of sad here. One of them passed away. So, of course, I'm not her friend Aww. any longer. Um, that was actually my first girlfriend. And, uh, yeah, I still I, I miss her. Like, we hadn't dated in almost 20-something years. So, you know, it wasn't like there was anything romantic there. But just, you know, just knowing she existed still and was out there just kind of like living her life was was a nice thing. And <clears throat> her friend, her best friend, me and her are still friends. So, every now and again, we see each other's stuff on, like, facebook and instagram and all that uh and then one of my exes well she lives in canada and the last oh, oh okay <laughs> your ex from canada no, no hold, on, hold, on, hold on so so as soon as i mention that i know for a fact that there's gonna be like 30 or 40 people that are gonna groan because they had to deal with this they had to deal with <laughs> the most toxic relationship I've ever been in in my entire life. So now if somebody is being super toxic, I can't even compare that because this other person was so unbelievably toxic that anything else that anybody else could ever do to me doesn't seem remotely anywhere as bad. It's like, it's like if somebody murdered your entire family and then the next person who came along just burned down your house, you were like, they weren't so bad. Like, that's how that's how unbelievably toxic this relationship was. And uh, that's some shit. Yeah. So, I mean, just to kind of throw it out there, here's here's the red flags that 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 uh, I'm not good at reading when it comes to or just believing that people can be good people. Number one, she didn't have custody of her daughter. She didn't know where her daughter was. And her sister was one of the people that told the court that she should not be allowed to have her daughter. Wow. That should have been the biggest red flag right there. And my ass is like, you know, people make mistakes. Maybe I can help you learn. No, you can't help people learn. People will either learn 
or they don't. Like, you can't force somebody to be a good person and to actually, like, take, you know, responsibility for their actions. So that was number one. Number two was it was very obvious that she actually needed to have, like, somebody in the mental health field who was monitoring her and helping her, like, do outreach work and, like, all of the stuff. Nobody was because she had gotten... It was like a hundred or two hundred thousand dollar payout for something. And so she didn't have a job for like four years. And she was literally just living off this money. And instead of instead of like trying to just kind of be a good person or whatever, she was like, well, I won't say be a good person, but trying to like actually face what is her mental health issues, she was like, I'm gonna medicate with weed no look i mean you can but it's like you probably figure out what your shit is exactly and it's it was very obvious that she didn't know like what her issues were and weed was not gonna help remedy any of that so she she became one of those people where if she wasn't high she was literally a ball of rage and she took it out on everybody for no reason like, um, when I was up there at one point in time, we went to actually go get, we went to go get, oh, a phone card from a gas station. And so we get in there and like, she was going through, um, her wallet and like the girl behind the counter was just like, looked at the wallet and like, like laughed, but not in that like mean type of laugh. It was just like, oh, you know, like I, I like what that wallet is or whatever. And she just flipped the fuck out at this chick. I mean, was like throwing stuff at her and I had to pull her out of the gas station. I was like, yeah, we can't do this. Like, we got to go somewhere else. Like, and then she, she literally said when we got back in my car, she was like, I just haven't smoked enough today. And I'm just like that. That's not what that is. Like you, you really do have some issues that you need to actually face with like a counselor and you need to have people that are like who actually have the ability to sit down with you and figure out a game plan on how to get you to mediate and, and figure out a way to live with what you have. And you're not doing that. And you refuse to do it because you hate big pharma. So that was like the next thing. It was like, all of a sudden everything could only be a holistic, like kind of, kind of deal. And it can work for some people, but then for her, it obviously wasn't working and she still kept going. The biggest thing, well, for me was, so we were in this relationship for like five months and I went up and I saw her cause I was living in new Orleans at the time. So I went up and saw her and, uh, you know, we had fun or whatever. And then I came back and like, everything seemed okay after I came back. And then it was like this drop off where the stuff she would say to me via text message was so like so angry and so toxic. Like she told me one day that she hated it when I said, I love you. And she was like, because you're not here for that love to actually be here. So why would you say that? It's almost like you're lying to me. And I'm just like, what the fuck? We were having like a nice little conversation and all of a sudden that happened. And stuff like that would happen so regularly. And then she would disappear for hours and then come back. She'd be like, I'm sorry, I went off on you. What? Like that kind of stuff, it just, it ends up kind of getting in your own psyche. 
what ended up leading to kind of like the eventual breakup um, was that she had lost her keys one night and she was like, she got back home or whatever. She was like, I lost my keys because she used to ride bikes all the time. So she was like, I lost my keys. So I, I went back out to find them and there was some guy who lived in my apartment building. He was out there smoking, blah, blah, blah. And so he was helping me find the keys and then she couldn't find her key, but her friend had a spare and her friend was like at the hospital. So her and this dude went to the hospital to get the key. And the way that she put the language in like how she was describing like the next series of events was that her and her friend went back to her house, smoked, watched like the Simpsons or something, and then went to sleep. But it was, I later found out it wasn't her friend. It was this dude. And apparently they fucked. But only after, only like 30 minutes after she literally broke up with me via text message. Whoa. And then she came back 24 hours later and she goes, he just wanted to use me for sex. And I still have this shit. Like I have screenshots of these saved because when I tell people the stuff that she said to me, I, it's like, I can say it, but then when I send it and people go, Oh shit. Like you're talking, you're talking like a normal relationship and she's literally going off on you because you said, I saw somebody, I saw, quote unquote, I saw you in my city today, which basically means I somebody, saw somebody who looked like you and it made me think of you. Most people would be like, oh, that's so sweet. She literally screamed at me. Why would I say that? That's fucked up that you would say that. You know, I'm not down there. And I'm just like, you know what? I'm not going to say anything nice to you then. I, I have no idea what your trigger is at this point. So yeah, there's that. <laughs> There's that relationship. I don't even remember what the fuck I was talking about to begin with. But <laughs> um, Oh, yeah. So I'm not friends with her because apparently <laughs> the apparently the like because I asked her friend um, who also no, no longer talks to her. Apparently the last time that her friend heard anything about her, she was running down the street naked, running from an, an ex-boyfriend because the ex-boyfriend said, hey, you need to go to sleep for work the next day, and she didn't want to, so she went screaming out of the house, running down the street naked. Yeah. So there we go. I can understand that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I can understand, you know, me now. But, hmm. Yeah. And, oh, and the money ran out, by the way, after, like, I mean, no. obviously. <laughs> like, obviously. But yeah, the money, because when I started, um, when we started dating, she only had like $10,000 left, I think, or something like that. So in like four years, she basically spent like $200,000 on nothing because there was nothing to show for it. Good times. That sounds <laughs> like some shit. <laughs> yeah, I've, um, you know, the um, I'm going to segue this into music, actually, for a minute. Um, Go for it. Yes, yes. Music. My, um, a lot of my my relationships and a lot of um, the weird, just kind of messed up situations I've been in actually appear in my uh, in my music. It was funny because currently um, I posted up a thing talking about I'm working on this song about mental health for April, and it's going to be mm -hmm. like a wide release. But I'm going to release it on my Patreon at first at uh, Patreon.com/slash/AlphaRiff. I was I had my homeboy Witch Boy. He's going to come in. He's going to do a but. And the idea is that, at least from, from my perspective, is that um, 
when it comes to mental health, like there's a million different kind of avenues you can take. Like you can do if holistic, if holistic healing kind of works for you, like take it. Cause I know that some people, if they can sit down, they can meditate, you know, they can take certain herbs and and certain things like they feel better. Like it, it helps kind of like focus them, calm them, do what you have to do there. Um, and then for some people, it's going to be, it's going to be pharmaceuticals. Um, you know, and that's going to be the thing that, that helps for some people. It's going to be therapy for some people, you know, they're just out here living life with nothing. And I swear to God, y'all are hate to use this word, but y'all crazy for that shit. Um, but the idea of the song, because I was, I was bouncing around between different, like different names that I wanted to use for it. And, um, the chorus that I kind of came up with was breathe. It's the new medication. And the idea was a lot of the time when we tell people like to calm down, we're like, just take a deep breath, like calm down, not knowing that the idea of breathing isn't even really a calming, calming thing. It can be, but you're at least in, in, you know, 2019, we're taking in every pollutant known to man that could be, you know, just carbon dioxide from us, or it can be, you know, like cigarette smoke, or it could be car pollution. It can be whatever. So breathing isn't really a healing exercise. Like you're poisoning yourself breathing, but at the same time, you have to do it. It's the only, it's the only thing that will calm you down. So kind of with, with the track, I wanted to have that idea that trying to figure out your mental health isn't, you're not, there's not going to be a finish line. Like you're not going to hit this finish line and be like, I'm, I'm cured. I'm fixed. It's about trying to wake up every single day and literally trying to get to the end of that day so that when you sleep, you have a restful sleep. And everything in between that is you having to navigate whatever it is that's in your life, mental health wise. So it, it might be you wake up and you take your line of pill and that's what you do. And that that helps keep you focused. That helps, you know, your anxiety not spike. And if you if you're like me, you have like an emergency anxiety pill, like you take that when stuff is getting a little bit too much. That's what you do to kind of make it to the end of your day. Um, and then for some people, it'll just be like, I'm going to smoke. I'm going to smoke like three bowls and then I'm going to go to work. And that's how I get through the day. For some people, that's just what it is. To me, there's not a good or a bad way to to kind of work and fix your mental health unless it's purely destructive then that obviously like that's off the table but if you're if you're kind of going through and you're trying to figure out what works for you figure that out don't worry about what other people were doing because somebody else can be like oh i take this this and this and that helps me and if you took that you would crash and fucking burn you know, figure that out for yourself. And you're going to always have that part of your brain that's like, oh, you're not doing good enough, or you're not doing enough, or you're not this, that, and the other thing. Part of it is also telling that part of your brain to shut the fuck up, you know, and just keep going. Um, so, you know, I started started working on, on uh, that and like stuff with, and as I was sitting there writing, because I started writing the lyrics yesterday, um, as I was sitting there writing, like, I came back and I started thinking of my ex, like there was shit that she obviously needed to really be seen for. And she was, she was kind of doing that. I'm just going to breathe and act like nothing else will ever work when it's very obvious that she needed some, some other stuff. So I'm kind of like almost addressing my own demons, but kind of like looking at other people's 
saying, hey, I know what you're going through, even if I'm not the exact same thing. And maybe you should probably get take like go in, see somebody, see if something will fucking work for you. I mean, that's the only thing that we can do. Otherwise, bruh, if you go out here with nothing, heaven help your ass. I don't know how y'all do it. I really don't. I'm I'm proud of y'all, but I don't know how the fuck y'all do it. Shit. Wait, 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 wait. You're you're assuming that you're what you're that we're doing something like what are you talking about? Be sane. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's so fucking weird. Like like the even the idea of like sanity. Like what what even works on that level? You know what I mean? Like. <sighs> Y'all, I don't think I'm high enough for this shit right now. <laughs> are you are you heavy exhaling or are you I don't smoking exhaling with that? Because that that it's kind of a a halfway between. You've got this life is tough. Like you just got done working out. Like I'm done. I'm putting down the weights, and then you've got this like slow. <laughs> Like, you just hit it, and you're getting ready to pass it. Uh, I mean, breathe. It's the new medication. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> Air. It's good for the brain. It's good for the brain. Until you realize that it's filled with every pollutant, and now you're going to all die. <laughs> oh, good times. But um, I, don't, I don't think I could get high on period. Unless... Only thing that's ever really gotten me even remotely high has been codeine. Ooh. Um, okay. And basically, I'm glad that that shit isn't over-the-counter, um, because the few times that it was prescribed to me, I was, like, just wanting the next hit. Yeah. Uh, uh, thankfully, <laughs> they, there's no refills on those, so I'm like, okay, it's over. It's done. Um but yeah, my, my weakness for that is actually Percocet. Last time I had it is because um, I tripped on my front steps uh, when it was like super icy and I actually hit my back on the concrete step, like right at the bottom of the wood steps. Oh. And Oof. I literally, I laid there for like 10 minutes in the freezing cold, like, yeah, move. And my roommate finally comes outside. And she's like, oh my God, what happened? I'm like, I'm dying. And then they were like, nah, you just bruised your back like super fucking bad. <laughs> so they gave me Percocets and woohoo, that was, that was a good week. That was a good week right there. <laughs> yeah. The last time I, last time I was given perks, um, I, Something was wrong with the shoulder, the my shoulder to the point that my friends were like, "Go to the ER now! You might be having a heart attack." And as a hefty guy, I'm like, "Okay, I'll go to the ER." I go to the ER, I wait, and then they're basically thinking that I'm just trying to look for drugs and things like that. I'm like, no, what I want <laughs> is a fucking X-ray on my shoulder so I know if it's not fucked up. I just want to know if it's if there's something I'm going to need a surgery or whatever. And they're like, well, take some ibuprofen. And I'm like, if I, ibuprofen fucking worked, I wouldn't be here. <laughs> this isn't an ibuprofen deal. Take a couple um, of ibuprofen. Motherfucker, that so, shit don't never work for nothing. I don't even... I it's placebo. I followed, up, I followed up with my PCP and luckily got like a next day appointment. And he goes, all right, so they didn't take, did they take x-rays at the ER? I'm like, no. 
He's like, why? I'm like, because the ER is shit, mm-hmm. and they think that I'm trying to get drugs, when I just want to make sure I don't have, like, a ripped, I don't know, rotator cuff, or I don't know. Just, I just want the pain to go away. Turned out I just had, like, bad tendonitis, and the Percocets did knock it out. But it's like, unfortunately, with the, if we had options across the nation, like pot, for example, which unfortunately has no, has no effect on me, um, people wouldn't have to go to Percocets right? or other opiates and things like that if they could just smoke a joint or take a hit on a bong or something like that just to have them distress, relax, and feel a little bit less pain. Legalize! Legalize! Now, I'm in Massachusetts. Decriminalize! Yes! I'm in Massachusetts. Massachusetts. They did legalize. They're finally starting to get... um, They're finally starting to get shops opening up across the country, across the state. Um, But it's one of those things where the right now me and Noel have this running joke about cocaine. Um, every time she I mean, co- it's only kind of a joke. <laughs> <laughs> I had a conversation with another, uh, neurodiverse ADHD person where we discussed that, you know, if we had a Coke habit, we would be skinny and, and rich and that wouldn't be a problem. And our ADD would be managed. And all of that would be great. Particularly the rich part. <laughs> Because, you know, Coke is for classy people. It really is. <laughs> and the, the the worst thing is, is that I just brought off this joke with a friend of, at work. And he looks at me and goes, well, you know, I have someone to talk to about it. I'm like, don't tell me that. I don't <laughs> need to know that. Uh, um, because it's like, the joke is like, Noel will say something that might fix something. Like, I'm going to try cocaine. She's like, no, don't. <laughs> and yeah. every, every, I'm like, everything you're saying, this, everything you say are good things. And I have not tried cocaine. Maybe this will fix everything. It will not. It will not. I'm Coke telling you. It will not solve problems for you. I promise. <laughs> we'll solve zero problems. Stop watching, Um, what is it? Wolf on Wall Street. Stop. Just stop. <laughs> I, I'm not, Archer I, is not a role model. <laughs> <laughs> Thankfully, I have not seen either of these things. Um, <laughs> but I, I have. I think that it's like I don't think it would work anyway. To be honest, um, because even when I had legal meth in the form of Adderall, that didn't work either. Um, but it's one of those things where. Sanity is a concept that people strive for, and sometimes you might have to be like, you know, something. I just have to leak. I just have to live with my version of sanity. Yeah, I mean that's. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, that's basically that's. It's all you can do. I can't figure out like what anybody else is thinking. I just know that we as as beings have agreed that doing shit like killing people raping people and like a myriad of other things are bad so i'm gonna just go with that and i'm hoping everybody else goes with that and if not then you're insane like i kind of want to redefine 
like what sanity and insanity are. Like insanity is just you know what the moral code is and you say, fuck it. And sanity is you go, nah, dude, we're just going to we're going to be cool. I mean, we can disagree on some stuff and maybe I hear some voices, but I'm saying like that's that's what I want. Can we do that? Would that be cool? Is that cool, that, everybody? That well, that would work better with the definitions that the media seems to use. Right. With because you are insane when you shoot up a school. Exactly. Or are oh well you're a lone mentally troubled individual in certain circumstances. But you also have to be white. Well, I wasn't even going to say that. But yes. <laughs> yes, you also have to be white for that qualifier to kick in. Thank you, Bill, for pointing out the obvious. You have to be a conservative white man. Yes, bingo. To get tapped with a, you're a lone gunman. No. A lone fucking You're in... You're not. You're a radicalized piece of shit who refuses to do anything to, who refuses to listen to anything that challenges the confirmation bias you have already set up. Mm. Let them know. Uh, Tell them. Uh, we do, and then they kill us. So yeah. this is not a good dynamic. <laughs> but I. Hate I this dynamic. Yes, Donald... it's a shitty dynamic, and it kills women and people of color most. Donald Glover has. Uh... A comedy sketch where he, he talks about how men have crazy girlfriend stories and girl women do not have crazy boyfriend stories because anybody that has a crazy boyfriend is dead. Is dead. Yep. Or don't dare talk about it because they would like to stay alive. <sighs> I say nice things <laughs> about some very awful people. I mean, except in specific company. And then I lay it all out. I also lay it out on Facebook on the regular, but I'm pretty sure none of the people are. It's going to get back to oh my shit. The getting back to the to the bad shit isn't as much of a concern on Facebook. For me, like people just going to do it anyway. So I'm just like sliding the DMs. Like let's let's talk Playboy, like about whatever fuck shit you got going on, and I'm gonna put you guys. Oh wait. I do do that. Did I? Was that? Was that part of of the part that got cut out from the last the last yes, recording? Oh, it was. <laughs> oh, good fucking times. Because I even think I'd like copied and pasted the. Uh... No, we still have those. Oh, do you? Yeah, that, yeah we just don't have you going off about <laughs> that shit. <laughs> y'all want to? Y'all want to hear that story again? <laughs> well, see, they'll be hearing it again for the first time. Ooh. Well, I mean, I mean, <laughs> because YouTube. it didn't get saved. YouTube. I'll listen. <laughs> Look, oh. I've been drinking and I slept twice. I'm not sure I remember the whole thing. So please <laughs> tell me this story again for the first time. Look, oh. I have no. Br- Look, hey, bro. Look, I have no beef with you personally. <laughs> But so many of the people you follow <laughs> are the exact types of pieces of shit who push for unfair uh, legislation. Like the bullshit legislation right now that has okay, hold caused... On. Hold on, Bill. Pause. Pause for one second. 
what you are hearing is a recitation of uh, a bill uh, reading an actual conversation that was said to me because I did not step in when somebody I know was getting their ass handed to them because they apparently wanted to be against feminism because it hurt men or something. I don't, I honestly still do not fucking understand what was going on, but let me rewind. Let's, let's begin at the beginning. So when was this like, do you, does it show the date or whatever on those screenshots? Cause I can't remember. Yes, it does. The, it? the date is, I'm just double the date that the screenshot has is, um, it's probably shortly after this 12, eight, 2016. Okay. So we talking three something years ago. All right. So I've known this guy for forever. One of my oldest friends up to that point, um, and me and him, we'd get along. We'd like not talk for a while. And then generally he'd come back and it'd usually be because he wanted me to like do something with him, like work on something, whether it was like a game or a website or a song or something. He was one of those kind of people where if you weren't like doing what he wanted to do right there and then he didn't really talk to you for a while. Uh, and I should have kind of known he was that kind of person for like the longest time. Uh, but like I said, you know, I knew him for a while, so it was just like old friend kind of deal. So I post this status and it was actually from a Twitter screenshot that I took. And it was it was a woman who was saying that feminism didn't need men. It needed women. And of course, tw it's Twitter. So you only have at least then 140 characters. I think it's more now or something. like that. Right. Um. So you can't really like dig deep into what you're actually saying. Like, so you put that out and then there will generally be like a discussion after that. So the, the idea is for feminism to actually not just work, but like for feminism to be even stronger than, than it needs to be and will be, um, you actually have to have women not say, I don't need feminism. Because as soon as a woman says that, you're like, oh, my fucking God, like you don't you're not understanding what it is that this is the actual movement is doing. You're like you're buying into uh, patriarchy once again because you think it hurts this, this and this and because it doesn't have like a men element to it. But once you deconstruct patriarchy, it helps literally everybody. So just get on board with it. Like, let's go. So I post that up and I said. I think my my caption was just like, you know, what do you guys think? Like, you know, say your opinion in the comments or whatever. And I do that a lot because I'll generally not even come back to the status um, at all or unless like it pops off and like people start saying some super fucked up shit. And this is one of those those moments. But I was actually working at I was working nights then. So I posted the status and. I either went to sleep or I went to work or something. Whatever it was, I wasn't like paying attention to the status. And then I kind of look up and I see there's like 200 plus comments. And this this now ex-friend of mine is in there literally losing his fucking shit. His point was that women shouldn't have the court rights that they do and they shouldn't be able to get custody and ask for like child support and like all this other shit because his one baby mama did him dirty uh, he has well, what like, did he do to deserve to be done dirty to oh i have i have some some opinions on that and on why the uh 
while the the courts gave the mother custody. I don't I don't I'm not privy to the documents, but I'll say it like this dude never like he would go for tech jobs for like website type type jobs, but he never had something that was so solid. So if I asked like he wanted to do something and I was like, yo, do you have the money for it? It's like, nah, can you spot me? And I'm just thinking to myself, dude, I work in logistics, so I'm not getting paid a shit ton of money. And you work in tech and I know you're probably making more money than I am. What the fuck are you doing with all your cash where you can't even come up with like this small amount that I'm asking you to put forward? So I'm pretty sure that probably had a part in it. Um, and then there was like some family stuff that might have been going on, too. That was like on the on the basis of that. And I, like I said, I don't know what the court said. I have no I, I've never met that particular mother because I think he has three. So I'm, I've never met that one. Um so I don't I don't know her from Adam. Like I literally have no opinion on her. I don't know what she's like as a person. I don't know what she's like as a mom. I don't know what she's like as a as a worker, a citizen. I have no idea. So like I have no backing for that. I only know him and I know his history with me. So I'm like, yeah, there's more to this story that you ain't telling. And you're in here going off. And then of course, everybody read him his shit. So he got well, mad. Well, he deserved to have all his shit read. <laughs> Completely read front to fucking back. And then I look up and I get, go ahead, Bill. Read it for us. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Let me get into my asshole. <laughs> Let tap into the asshole? <laughs> I mean, that is clearly a case for phrasing. <laughs> Hey, bro, look, I have no beef with you personally, but so many of the people you follow are the exact types of pieces of shit who push for unfair legislation. Like that bullshit legislation right now that has caused me to not see my daughter in over a year. Legislation that allowed it to be legal for my son's mother to have rights to him by default because she's a woman even though time and time again there's been evidence of abuse in her care. I just want to say any of these proper pauses are because of English. This person loves run-on sentences. <laughs> I have to fork out thousands and thousands of dollars in child support that my child doesn't see, while his mother spends it on alcohol and other shit that doesn't pertain to him, all while she stays unemployed. That is the fucking law doing that. The fact that so many of your followers are so close-minded and ignorant, the fact that their movement strengthens this injustices, and it's laughable to them when you try to explain your side. Literally, some of the most heartless and selfish people I've come across, they make me literally sick. While I hold nothing against you personally, I have to resort to some middle school shit and remove you from Facebook, man. I can't, and I will not sit here and read their ignorant shit all People like them are why they will never be equality in race, gender, etc., and they are a fucking hate group. Fuck them and everything they stand for. I, the long pauses are going between screen caps. Um, I've, I've known you for quite a long time, 19 years now. You know I would love nothing but equality in the world. I love, I don't hate, I've supported you in every face of your life, 
I won't lie, it's hurtful that not only did you have no interest in mediating dialogue, but then you go so far as to subliminally reference it later, like we have no place to speak on the subject. That hurts, man. But 19 years was a good run. I guess that this is where we our roads part. I genuinely wish you the best of luck with all you have going for you, and I hope any injustices that you face are resolved for you. Unfortunately, I cannot fight at your side, as it is the side... As it is the side that... Did, did you stroke out there for a second? <laughs> no, it's... <laughs> it, it was in between things, okay. so I had to find my place. Okay, that was a long, uncomfortable pause. <laughs> unfortunately, I cannot fight at your side, as it is the side that is all of the injustices I face. Until then, I suppose we can just be two brothers in arms on opposing sides. I truly love you and wish you the best. That's cool, man. I understand. All right. Hold on. Hold on. No, hold on. So you have to, before you read that last part, <laughs> you have to understand that he's the kind of person where if he sends you a message and you don't answer it in the time frame he wanted you to answer it, he says that last part. Yeah, that was, uh, I was, yeah, it was quotes. All right, cool, man. I understand, end quote. All right, good talk. Yeah, so the quotes was supposed to be me responding to him. <laughs> so yeah. I literally woke up to that, and I went, yeah, you're never getting a response from me, dude. <laughs> like, hell, like, fuck you. First and foremost, if you think people should respond to you in the time you think they should respond to you, uh. Fuck you. Like you go fuck yourself. Yeah, dude. That's just just for that. That's number one. Number two, mediate. Bitch, I'm I'm got a job. I'm working on fucking music. I got other shit I'm doing. I literally post stuff to Facebook and I like I bounce. I lit. So just to give you uh, an idea of like how often I'll just randomly post something and come back and go, wait, the fuck? So I posted something, was it yesterday, I think, or like earlier today, and I've gone viral. I've got like a thousand something shares thus far, and I'm like, oh, okay. What? Yeah. I was like, oh, okay. So that's a fucking thing that we're doing. Um, <laughs> but I'm just like, I post shit. What the pay- hell did you do? Uh, oh, I get- so for people who don't know, I literally go viral once a month. And it's, it'll be the most random ass shit. Cause so the last time before this time that I went viral, it was this post where I took a, I took a screenshot of, um, was it somebody on Tumblr or something like that? Where, who was saying basically like, if, if somebody from a certain group says, yo, don't say that, don't do that. That's offensive. How about you fucking listen to them? And I, and I was like, oh, the golden rule. So I literally took a took pictures of myself one pointing down with a <gasps> face and then one pointing up with the same face. And I put that together and that went like 2000 or 3000 shares. And some, some dude got on there and was like, is, is Christianity uh, one of these protected groups? And I said, LOL fucking what? <laughs> and then the dude proceeded to literally double down and say that Christians were the most hated group in all of history. And I said, excuse me. Oh, what? What? <laughs> I, I was like, dude, I need you to understand. I literally have nothing 
any fucking religions. Like, I love religion. Like, if you look at all of my work, it references religion out the ass constantly. But no, don't ever say that. Literally never say that. And and him and some other people kept going. And then I screenshotted that stuff because I was just like, oh, this is just going to be too good. Um, <laughs> but then, like, before that, it was like some Final Fantasy stuff. Like, it's it'll be random stuff. Oh, and then I posted... Um, a Pokemon thing where I actually did the, the Snapchat for it. And I put like my Snapchat caption, which was like, cause it was like a Kangasar and someone else. And like the Kangasar had his arm like around the other Pokemon and the, the trainer was standing there looking at them. So the caption I put in the, in the Snapchat was she already got a man, go throw your ball somewhere else. And that got like 12,000 shares or some shit like that. I don't, it's just ridiculous shit like that. So I'll just post it up and it just goes viral. And I'm like, oh, okay. So the thing that I did this time, it actually is just a screen cap of somebody else's status because I couldn't share the status. So I was just like, oh, just screen cap because whatever. And I left the dude's name in there and it says, ain't Sephora the dude from Final Fantasy VII? <laughs> <laughs> And like, I saw that and I lost my shit. I was like, yes, yes, Sephora is in fact the dude from Final Fantasy VII. That's exactly, it's, it, I, I walk into the store, the one wing angel plays, and it's a boss fight, and my wallet loses every time. I'm just like, and that's the thing, like, literally, I posted it yesterday at 4.28 p.m., and I'm like, I don't think anything else of it. I post a bunch of other random shit, and then I come back today and I go, wait, why do I have so many notifications? Oh, yeah. Oh, so now it's at 1.1, uh, 1.1 K shares. So we'll see. We'll see if that one does some numbers. I think my highest almost 15,000 shares or some shit like that. Uh, so we'll see if this one does some numbers, but it's like, I don't understand how shit like this works because literally three hours before that on the same day, I posted something else, final fantasy related that I thought was funnier Cause it was my friend talking about, or well, my now friend talking about, um, Cyan from final fantasy six. And he goes, dog, some of us are still waiting for Cyan sword tech to charge up to eight. And I was like, Oh my fucking God. Like final fantasy six came out in 1994. And if we still waiting for the sword tech to charge up to eight, like that was so funny to me. And it only got like eight comments and four reacts. And I'm just like, Oh, so it's just random. Like I don't, I don't really like police my Facebook. Like I look at, stuff every now and again which is why i'll tell people like if it's really important text me if it's not super important send it to me in facebook messenger or like instagram if it's not important you can comment on the status i'll i might see it i might not because it's just i have like so much shit that just comes and goes but this dude like going back to him like he's one of those people he really he really thinks i'm sitting there just like policing my statuses my stat, at least then, my statuses regularly were like 200 plus comments because people were in there arguing. I'm not policing shit. Y'all are adults. Do what you do. If you open your mouth, you better own it. And if you own well, it and get your ass handed to you, you better apologize. Just walk away. But it's important to be able to complete and police your own shit because so, unfortunately, things like this, and I'm saying unfortunately, sarcastically, will happen. <laughs> Oh my god. So, what is go, this? I'm clicking it. If you go to Twitter and you look up the hashtag yacht cocaine prostitutes 
and what? You Yacht cocaine pro what the <laughs> shit And you select Twitter, people, what are you doing? And you select people. Devin Nun Nunez or however he says it pops up as <laughs> and he is one of the he is Trump's primary supporter in Congress. <laughs> oh yes. That is this amazing. Is... <laughs> that is I mean, amazing. are are these are these prostitutes that only work for cocaine and on yachts? Or is this like are there commas involved? How does this hashtag work? It's... I'm old. Explain <laughs> to me. You you know all the, you remember all those long sentence hashtags I used to write for Dre? Yeah. Just like that. Yeah. <laughs> and like, oh, so I click on his, because he, he goes, retweets do not equal endorsement. This is my personal <laughs> Twitter account. If you have questions about my official activities, please visit my website. And I'm, like, and I'm thinking to myself, dude, if you're in government, you don't have a personal Twitter account at all. You don't have, you don't have a private anything. Anything. You got into this business so that we could know what the fuck you were doing at all times. And if what you do doesn't equal, like, what we believe in, we have a right to know. And then I'm, like, scrolling down his shit, and every, like, every post that shows a face is an old white guy who looks like he is basically responsible for, like, the T-virus and Resident Evil and he's oh that's never a good look <laughs> and he's doing it from like the safety of some island except for he doesn't know that there's like three zombies behind him because of course like every good villain he couldn't actually account for everything because he's fucking stupid as shit so yeah he's about to get eaten but literally all of them have that look where they have the face of i know this is some fuck shit i just hope that i die before the fuck shit hits the fan Oh, wait, that's this guy's face. Holy shit. That's just his what? normal face. This, day, this <laughs> Devin Nunez guy. Like, I yeah, that's just his off. fucking that's face. That's his face. <laughs> Holy shit. He really God knows. gave him. Oh, my God. <laughs> I never knew somebody could have a face that's just like, yep, I know fuck shit is going down. And I'm just hoping that my wife kills me in my sleep tonight. Like, <sighs> <laughs> holy shit That's i've seen some shit i want my wife to kill me in my sleep <laughs> just don't have my cow kill me <laughs> oh this my is the guy God. that this is the guy that's was trying to sue twitter because of the parody account about his cow oh my god he has a cow yes there's he there's a twitter uh devin nunez cow um <laughs> Oh, hold the fuck! Like now, I'm going. I'm now. I'm down. Like, I don't know why you had to tell me. That. And then I was now like, we're down. <laughs> I was about to be one of those one of those old people who didn't understand that the search bar and where you tweet are two different things. And I was about to type Devin <laughs> Nunes Cow <laughs> like the Twitter <laughs> bar and just fucking tweet it. <laughs> oh, <God damn> it. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> hey, while we're just fucking around, did we actually? capture all of the cool shit about your your uh, digital champions project or did the fucking craig the bot fuck that shit up shit i don't know it's all gone oh it's all gone no 
no, I've been getting all kinds of cool shit about that. We need to re-talk about how awesome your Digital Champions project is. Okay, we can. We spent, can. like, all of March <laughs> tweeting and sharing and whatever the fuck you kids do these days. Some amazing <laughs> shit. See, I don't... It, it, it's funny because Noelle goes off and says whatever the fuck you kids are doing these days. And I'm a, I'm a few months older than her. <laughs> <laughs> Look, ageless harpy is sort of my thing. It, it's it's my uh, my idiom. It's Wait. just how I do. Wait, I mean, you don't have to. Nobody has to say how old they are. But what numbers are in your are in your age? <laughs> zero, zero, and four. Nobody has to say it, but just say it. What, what the fuck is that shit? He asked for the numbers. He didn't say in order. I, yeah, I didn't say in order. <laughs> You don't have to say your age, but just say the numbers in an approximation of there's only two. I mean, technically, you could say like four of them, and you could be like, well, two of them are are it. And I mean, when am I going to get? I I'll get one of them right and one of them wrong. like you. It's two, three, three, one. Which numbers then? Like, there is so much them. possibility there. But if there's well. There's two numbers, however, if those are the numbers, I'm going to need you to go ahead and click close on Discord because this is not for you. <laughs> like, this podcast <laughs> is not for you. <laughs> oh, all right. So, yeah, tell, tell, tell us again for the first time about your <laughs> awesome Digital Champions project. Digital Champions. <laughs> I, can um, t- I know your heart is super into that and it, it's happy. It to is. Talk about it. Yeah, it, and especially because was it? Yeah, because I came back from South. Yeah, okay. Um, so digital champions, as as people will not know, because this of course is their first time hearing this. I am Alpharif, and um, I'm a musician. Uh, the type of music that I play is anywhere from kind of alternative hip hop to like progressive rock and progressive metal, and it just throws everything in it all at once because that's all the shit I love. I also love telling stories. So um, after I kind of came out and did my first album from beta to alpha riff, I was like looking at an idea for doing concept stuff because I always do like even from beta to alpha riff was like a concept album. Um, And like all my old bands and all my old projects had concepts and stories to them. So I was like, of course, I got to do that same stuff. So just to give you guys a little bit of history. Uh, I had a song called Black Holes Just Mean I Love You in Space Jargon that was on From Beta to Alpha Riff. And I submitted that to a PAX uh, compilation CD. And people got it, they listened to it, and then I started getting a bunch of messages of people going, yo, I just heard this song, like, it's so dope. I was like, wait, where the fuck are these people hearing this song? And I had completely forgotten about, like, the PAX compilation and everything. So once people, like were kind of hooked onto it and they were they were kind of vibing off the idea of me talking to like an ai partner or something like that i looked at my roommate and i was like yo how about we just do songs that are like that where we're partners and we basically go back and forth and we do different stuff and we ended up doing a song called digital champions bounty and that was for um this compilation album called nerdcore absolution volume two and uh, we put that on there. People were vibing with it. And it was like the first actual like look at what Alpha and MZ are. MZ being his AI partner. 
and basically at the time she could come out of the bike but she was kind of limited in the scope like the story wasn't like fully fleshed out yet so i sat down and i basically wrote a script um and it was the story of the first digital champions album and the first digital champions album it is digital champions migdal battle and it's basically about the tower of Babel. I mean, it's kind of the same concept that somebody built a tower up to the heavens to see their god, which is named Prog, short programmer, and they're trying to get, you know, a certain power and everything, and Alpha and MZ kind of get wrapped up into it. The interesting idea is, like, instead of just having a concept and me telling you what the story is, and because I'm part of Nerdcore and I like hip-hop and everything, I love the idea of collaboration. So I went and I asked multiple people, like, hey, come in, play a character. So will this character will be, you know, uh, for instance, B.B. Stewart. So B.B. Stewart, he's the information man. He runs a club in the city. Uh, you go to him to get everything that you need to know. And I had one of, uh, you know, one of the people come in, Tech Force, he came in and he played B.B. Stewart. So he embodies the character. He writes his own lyrics. And so that character takes on Tech Force's voice. When you think of, when you think of the character, you kind of hear the voice and everything. So we did this with all the characters. And people loved it because instead of you just being told a story, now you can kind of interact with the story. Now you can kind of see where the story is coming from, from different perspectives, and there's different voices to, this, to the story itself. And then to add on to that, um, with concept stuff, you don't want to just have just the music. And one of the big things that I wanted to do from the start was to show these characters and not just in, uh, like, here's a poster of all the characters kind of way. I wanted it to be kind of tangible. Um, so we created pixel art. I had my had my friend Daniel Hill actually uh, do pixel art. The, he did most of the characters. He did like 18 of the first 20 characters. Alpha and MZ were made by my friend Thor. Um, and so we had pixel art. And I was like, well, we can't just have pixel art and throw it up and here's pixel art. I was like, nah. The cool part would be if you had something physical with these, car with these characters. And so we did trading cards. So the pixel art of the characters on the front, we give you like a little byline of kind of what they are. And then on the back, you have their bio. So it kind of expands on the character and stuff that they're referencing in the songs. Now it kind of makes sense. Like if somebody says, because B.B. Stewart says um, that Al him and Alpha used to be partners together. And the last time that they did anything together, it was with these three triplets uh, from the certain planet and come to find out uh, when you're reading more about B.B. Stewart It's actually not a planet and the triplets were actually these three club owners that Alpha and B.B. Stewart had to kill And so for payment B.B. Stewart got one of the clubs and that became his club And now when he when you hear that one little line and it says an entire story now You know what the entire story is. so digital champions is kind of is kind of that every time that we do something It's gonna be a big story a big uh, we're going to have characters in it and, and everything like that. So we did the second album, Digital Champion Moore's Eterna. And it became more of a kind of rock uh, album near the back end of it. Um, the first the first half, I wanted to, to have it be kind of like electro, some hip hop stuff. The middle was going to be more hip hop beats with some synth work. And then the back end was just balls to the walls, like rock, metal super epic there's a fucking 12 minute long song on there with like 30 something shit. people 
there's it's it's got like nine verses like and it's just it's when you get to that point in the story like you know the characters you've heard them multiple times you know their stories you know like the stuff they're gonna say and do you you know the bravado that certain characters are gonna have and how certain characters are gonna gonna talk the most shit or uh you know you're you're learning about some of the relationships that these characters are having as as you go through the albums and um of course with something like that people were just like okay like you're it's getting bigger it's getting bigger like it's got to come to almost a head and so with that album we ended it on a cliffhanger and so you don't know at the end of that album whether the hero survived where the whether digitalia the world that digital champions takes place in survives um you don't know if if prog was able to save anybody like so you don't you don't really know kind of what's happening and that's been the cliffhanger for like the last three years so nobody has has known anything and uh late last year i came back and i was like yo i got another story to tell and y'all fuckers ain't gonna be ready for this shit so what i announced um was that i'm doing actually two eps instead of a, a big album this time and each ep one of them is from alpha's perspective and one of them is from mz's perspective they run concurrently. They're telling the same story, but from these two different perspectives, because at one point in time, these two characters are no longer like next to each other. They're actually completely, I don't want to say opposite ends of the world, but they're basically, they have to meet back up at some some certain point in time. Um, so I've been kind of teasing the first one. The first one is called The Architect. So that's Alpharif's, um, his his story. And then the second one is called The Angel. The Architect's going to come out Probably I'm shooting for later this year, um, and then the angel will come out around mid next year. And the thing that I kind of wanted to do is that when you listen to these, you definitely want to listen to the song that runs concurrently with the song that you're listening to to get that side of the story because they inter they kind of interject with each other. Um, there's some different different little cool things that I want to do where if you have both of the EPs, you definitely get the fuller. Uh, version of the story than if you just were to listen to just the one of them um and then just different different little things because you know with a, with a story like this you want to have like themes in terms of musical themes in terms of lyrical themes that people say and stuff that comes back that kind of relates to albums that came before and characters that came before and things that they're referencing um so we have a lot of that in play as well um and i've been like i've been just I can't keep a secret. I'm literally like the Tom Holland of my own shit. Like, do not <laughs> give me the fucking script to my own. Cause I just, I get so excited about like creating stuff and I'm just like, Oh my God, I love this. But I mean, if you know me in real life, you know, and you know me as an artist, you know, I'm like that with my own friend stuff. Like, Oh my God, tell me everything, you know? Um, so I've, I, it's been so hard to keep shit. Like, to not just tell people the full story like oh my god this is what's going on because i think when people when they see the artwork when they see like the album art for this when they see the pixel art for this when they see some of the other stuff that we're kind of working on they're gonna be like okay what the fuck happened because you guys are referencing some super dark shit and i'm i'm just i really fucking want to show people what we're doing but i can't yet um i'm waiting for a couple more pieces to kind of come in and then probably this month, I will start showing people um, stuff for the architect. 
but I have teased some of the songs I did at South by Southwest. I did um, the Warlord, which is on um, the Architect, and the Warlord is Alpha and MZ basically are on the run from uh, this guy named Lukito, and he has a shit ton of like tanks and like jeeps, and it's basically like Mad Max Fury Road style um, stuff going on. So I did that. Uh, really good reception for that. People, one of my friends actually was like, I haven't heard your new stuff in years. And that's way fucking different than the shit you were doing years ago. And I'm just like, I'm back in my element, which feels supernatural to me, um, you know, is to is to do like this kind of this kind of music with like hip hop and screaming and singing and everything like in it and over top of it and just getting people like super excited and super into it. And then having like the Patreon, which is, it's one of those things where a lot of people have like a Patreon and they're just like, Oh, subscribe. And I'm like, yeah, I have a Patreon. When you subscribe, you become part of the world. And that's like the biggest hook for me is like bringing other people into it. So even when you go into the Patreon, you subscribe to it. When I make a post, I'm posting as if I'm the alpha riff of Digitalia. And I'm talking to you as if you're a member of my crew. Um, and then we have even like the little trading cards for uh, for members. So those get mailed out. And so people will have their quote unquote ID badges, um, which is just, you know, something cool to kind of have and say like, hey, I'm part of this this group. Um, that's yeah. some better shit. <laughs> like, I mean, that's it's like when people go, what is Digital Champions? I go, Digital Champions starts with the music and then it branches out. So you can, if you just want to just listen to the music, even without the concept and all that, you can literally just pick up songs and just listen to them. Uh, Cause a lot of them just, we made them to just like jam to. Uh, but if you want to get into the actual like lyrics and the storyline, you can definitely listen to it that way. And then if you are super into the characters and everything, there's the trading cards, there's external media that we're working on, like comic books and I'm working on novels and stuff like that. So you know, there, there's stuff like that. And then if you're one of those people like, man, I really just, I want to make something that's in that world. I want to tell a story. Well, that's part of like why I created it um, is so that other people can even come in and tell stories. Like they can pitch an idea and go, hey, I have an idea for a comic book I want to make. Here's the story to it. And then we'll look at it and we'll be like, okay, sweet. It doesn't, you know, it doesn't break anything that's come before it tells its own original story it can even use characters that have already been created and that's your project all we ask is a certain like fee to keep it going to promote and if you need any help like just let us know and that's your project you earn money off of it like that's just kind of i want to be i want people to come in and feel like they're actually a part of this thing i created because i love i love doing that with other stuff and like meeting other people and just being super in love with the stuff that another creator has made. And when you get in that community, you meet the other people who are also in love with it. And you guys kind of create your own side stories within that. And I've always just, I've always been into that and I wanted to create um, a kind of place for that. So my easiest way to do it was starting with the music and then branching out with everything else. That's, so amazing you have no idea <laughs> thank you thank you <laughs> it's just, the whole concept is cool like that and then the collaboration aspect is also really cool and then just it's all neat 
I um because I'm always like even though I'm working on this stuff, I have to plan like one to two albums from now. So I've already reached out to people who won't even record anything for probably two years. But I'm asking people now, like, hey, I have this character in mind. I'd love to have you play them. And if they're like, sweet, I want to play it. I'm like, all right, earmark them. And if I have to, I'll find a replacement. Or um, I've been actually talking to a lot of uh, voice actors. So a lot of voice actors who are showing interest. And the, the reason why I'm reaching out to them is with the coming stuff, I want to be able to have like, quote unquote, radio broadcast, if you will. Um, and just people who are who play characters that live in that world and they're newscasters, they're journalists, they're people who are kind of updating the populace on the stuff that's going on and making the world seem more alive. Um, so I've been reaching out to people with that, you know, wink, wink. Um, <laughs> I, I don't sing. Why are you winking at me? I said, <laughs> don't wink at me. I said, voice actors. <laughs> Wait, what? What are you accusing me of doing? <laughs> I am a swamp troll. <laughs> Nobody wants to listen to me. <laughs> um, <laughs> you could be, you could be the one, the character that always comes in and. Goes, I don't believe any of this shit that is happening. And we're like, no, literally the portal portal opened right there. And the person is half in and half out and frozen. How do you not believe that? And you're like, because my name is Scully. And we're like, God damn it. <laughs> like, why can't we do that? That's yeah. That's going to be the character you play. Boom. It's written in the headlines. It's already done. <laughs> See, and one of the things about, podcasting and i would also say this goes to the fact about people having of issue with voice especially hearing their own voice you hear your voice in your head you think it's out and it's fine your head but as soon as it's recorded you're like oh my god how can anybody listen to um i do that all the time and i this ed this is my fourth podcast (laughs) um it's one of those things where when someone says something about how you talk or your voice or something of that nature and people are like what wait who me what no you're not talking about me my voice is horrible i used to make a joke at one of my old call center jobs that all the recordings of me on the phone i sounded like i chipmunk we had a christmas booth decorating contest the president of the company who going to be judging it when they got to my booth, I didn't get any decorate, anything decorated. They're like, where's your decorations? I just turned on my MP3 player and I pressed play. The Alvin and the Chipmunks Christmas time is here. And everybody around me started cracking up because they knew my whole, I sound like a chipmunk on the phone. And <laughs> without effort, I got third place in the contest because <laughs> there was a song that matched. Nice. I think if... She, I think if Noelle is given a script, uh, she just has to dig deep into her inner personalities and she knock it out. I believe in you, Noelle. I believe in you. Uh, okay. <laughs> You're both very sweet. Your checks are in the mail. <laughs> is is mine bigger than Bill's? <laughs> I mean, you're closer, so I don't have to send it as far. So, oh, yeah. yes. Yes. <laughs> I can hand delivery. <laughs> 
two hours or less yes. <laughs> where the cops are <laughs> <laughs> and how shitty 75 is. Mm. Hey, hey, see, Alpha, Alpha's nearby, so if necessary, you could go and record it there, and he can make sure that you sound great. Boom. Look at that. I love it when a plan comes together. <laughs> I, I do not love it when a plan comes together without my consent when it involves me. I did not agree to th- I did not agree to this podcast originally, and I do not agree to being a voice actor. How much does it pay? Um, what's your asking price? That oh, that is actually so fun fact because a lot of people I know you're like oh he probably just asks like everybody and people just do it for free. No, the first thing that I usually ask people whenever I approach anybody is so how much do you charge? That's I will always ask that. Um, so I'll always pay like what it, anybody's asking. You are an excellent content content <laughs> collaborator, and everybody in the world appreciates you for that. I mean, uh, I want I want it like it's now getting to that point for me. It should have been for a while, but anyway, let's not talk about that. But it's now getting to the point for me where people literally, hey, what do you charge for like adding guitar into a song or vocals and stuff? And I appreciate that. And there's a lot of people I'm just like nothing. I'll do it for free. I'd fucking love you. Like let's just do whatever and then there's people where it's like yeah i want to get paid a little bit or i got i got merch i gotta buy this week so um go ahead and deposit that in the paypal you will find that at (laughs) that being said i just want to interrupt um for those that actually don't read the show notes um he does our music for our podcast yes he this is our intro and outro and we we well we don't really have outro do we I I I add on to the outro. I mean, if if you don't, hold on. I'll just drop it into that <laughs> folder I sent earlier. <laughs> it's no, no I, big I, deal. I to keep to keep theme. I just start the intro music and I bring it the same music as the outros. I'm like, what? Wait, which one is it? The Riddle Master um, instrumentals. Which which version did I uh did I send you? Um, I think that was like thirty. They're, they're, you get, recently sent me a remixed one. Let me go through and pull, see if I can pull that up really quick. <laughs> so, so this is this is a fun little because uh, I don't know how other people do like their work because whatever. you're finally getting the vocals dropped on it. Yes, <sighs> depending on when I send it to you, I know I didn't send it with the vocals, but I probably have mine, mine, Jeff's, and Zilla personas. I'm waiting for. Uh, Vincent L or E L. I'm not sure how they uh, actually say their artist name. Uh, and I'm waiting for my homeboy Bernie, actually from the band Undone, the Cincinnati-based band Undone, to come over and do this smoking solo. Um, little story on that one. So I'm primarily a rhythm guitarist because, of course, I play and I sing or rap at the same time. So rhythm's like where I'm at. This asshole was like. Nah, I'm not going to do a solo for you unless you also do a solo on the same track. And he was like, you have to do an outro solo. And I was like, Bernie, dude, I can't solo. Like, I can kind of, like, fake it, but I can't, like, do a solo solo. So he records, like, he sends me this video of him playing. And I'm sitting here just watching it like, you've got to be fucking kidding me, bro. I... The way his fingers move, I, I'll never be able to have my fingers move like that. Yes, ladies, I'm talking I'm talking about like that. I'll never be able to have my fingers move like that ever in life, period. 
and and he goes yeah so you solo immediately after me and i'm just like yeah let me put my like little anemic ass solo on the end of this thank god vocals are gonna be over top of it because no one wants to hear my shitty ass playing so i'm waiting for him to come over and actually like lay that smoke and solo down so i can just delete mine and then just like copy and paste his twice just act like <laughs> yeah and you like like uh do a reverse and be like yeah i just played his solo backwards like no big deal <laughs> what <laughs> i mean big deal no big deal you know i just played it backwards no big uh no i don't know which i mean one you I can say now. it's no big deal but it's kind of a big deal i i honestly don't know if i sent you guys that version though but i kind of do want to like just drop it into that folder <laughs> that i sent you guys earlier yo check that uh, so the Riddle Master, we are now up to version 21. So the biggest song uh, that I've actually ever had is called uh, The Fate of the World. We got up to version 70 something, I think. That's the one that's 12 minutes long. So like it, at a certain point, the instrumental was was done it, like by version 22, 23. Every version after that was literally adding vocals or having my friend Twill Distilled do like her opera parts and me adding those and then having um, the brass band missing number uh, do the brass section that I wrote and adding that into the into the track. So it yeah, was like, I missed the ska section. N- see, the, <laughs> see <laughs> my friend, the fifth sister fucking posted that. She said, you're gonna <laughs> section. And I wanted to be like, I already had it. What's good? <laughs> like I've already <laughs> added the ska section into my songs previously. What's up? The only thing she got me on was the Tibetan monks. I haven't had the Tibetan monks yet. I've had other monks, but not Tibetan monks. Well, just for just for reference sake, um, basically the it was Alpha saying I'm gonna go through and do something a lot more simpler next time, and <laughs> the fifth sister goes on like so after the. Tibetan mon- monks and lists everything and ska section. <laughs> <laughs> and the 42 vocalists and <laughs> and then um and then my friend Robo Rob had to take it one step further and he was like, What do you say? That I said, Hey, I just sent you the new mix down. And he was like, Oh, okay, cool. What the fuck, dude? 45 vocalists, 75 tracks, nine planets. And I was just like, how the nine planets actually get into the equation? Hey, <laughs> hey, if you don't accept Pluto, you don't deserve Pluto, all right? <laughs> just like, are we, for the for the planets, are they just like, we're just kind of listening to their vibrational frequency? Because, fun fact, I actually downloaded uh, NASA's sun sounds, like, years ago when they put those on, uh, on SoundCloud. And those are in some of my songs. Like, for real, for real. Real, for real? For real, for real. All right, hold on, hold on. You guys have to grab this. I'm, I'm literally putting the the new Riddle Master in there. You guys have to send this to uh, somebody else for promotional use on a stream. So I don't want them to actually get that. <laughs> is that bad? Is that like? I don't know. <laughs> like, is that terrible? Oh, all right. So it's uploading. I don't know if it'll be over there uh, soon. Actually, no, it won't. I had to pause my um. I had to pause my Google Drive upload. Um, I'm uploading like 20 gigs worth of uh, album covers and other art stuff because I'm going to start just giving people access to all of the art stuff that I have um, to use however they want, you know, for fun. 
Well, for uh, reasons. <laughs> Cross-promotional reasons. Cross-promotional. Oh, yeah. And I need, like, I need, like, a logo of y'all's so I could put it on my Patreon. Like, hey, guys, go subscribe to this podcast. We would appreciate that. Shameless <laughs> self-promotion. I fucking uh, love it. Our logo was provided by listener Ilea, who is a friend of mine who is also a graphic designer. I said, make a thing and it's pretty. And she did a thing and I threw money at her because she earned it. Pay your people. Pay your fucking people. Yeah, when uh, we did the original episode for Vicarious Identity, one of the big major themes of the episode was basically pay your fucking people. Um, <laughs> yeah, I could go off about things I've heard about hire a photographer. I do um, some pinup modeling and some other stuff that was in the vicarious identity episode. I was that I was interviewed for, and just talking to photographers who do this for a living, like high end photographer. I've shot with dark. I've used her makeup and stylists that are in-house. They are Ooh. both amazing, talented artists artists in their own. On-call uh, makeup and artistry, I tag them all the time in shit when they do shit for me. Um, so I credit people. I credit my photographer. I credit my wardrobe if somebody has made a specific piece and I use it in the shoot. I credit my artisans. I credit my hair. I credit my makeup. And I tip them in a meaningful way. Tip your stylist. Tip your makeup artist. Give them tip. money. Give them money. <laughs> because especially in a studio setting for like photography, most of that money is going to overhead. Mm-hmm. It's going to keeping the lights on and putting heat in the building and buying stuff for wardrobe and keeping the photographer in camera and the makeup artist in hairspray and whatever witch potions she uses. Trust that Cat Arnold does incredible things with hair. Um, I don't know how she does it. It's sorcery as far as I'm concerned. Um, it keeps the makeup artist in their supplies. They don't have a lot at the end of the day out of what you've booked for because, you know, they got to pay their lease out of that money. Right. And their utilities. So throw them a 20 <laughs> each minimum. Throw them, and throw them 20,000 each minimum. I mean, what you got, <laughs> don't be, don't be like, here's a dollar. Or here's five bucks, or not tip them at all. Don't be rude, and don't forget artisans of every description. Whether it's um, nerdcore, if he's got it, if Alpha Riff is performing and there's a hat down, throw a couple bucks in the hat on top of buying a CD. Oh my god, thank you. <laughs> I need to go across the street and Tim, get Wendy's. <laughs> no, we don't buy Wendy's anymore. They keep <laughs> donating to that. Sh- they've donated to shitty, shitty things like Trump, and they won't pay their. Uh, farm workers. Wait, wait. Wendy's, tomatoes. Wait, Wendy's, Wendy's is bad now. Wendy's is bad now. I'm sorry. No more Frosties. This makes this hurts me as an Ohioan because pretty sure Dave Thomas would lose his shit about not treating the little people. I mean, Wendy's well, has basically I'm, been dead to me since Spicy Nuggets disappeared, so everything else is whatever. Um, <laughs> I don't even talk about it. Um... <laughs> Says the guy that used DoorDash for the biggie bag. Okay. <laughs> now. Okay, so. I am not going to judge <laughs> no. food accessibility. Were you drunk or high at the time? No, I was at work and I was starving <laughs> and did not okay. 
No, well, here's the funny part. So the day I did that, um, I posted up, it is cheaper to buy Wendy's on DoorDash right now than it is at the restaurant. And people kept going, fucking how, blah, blah, blah. And like, I didn't have time to respond. Wendy's how was, was because... Wendy's was doing this thing with DoorDash. Yep. They used the promotion Biggie Bag. You basically got a free $5 bag of their Biggie Bag. Yep. And so, and like... You just had basically pay for delivery. Yeah, the delivery ended up being, like... It was super cheap for me, because I think even that day, they were doing 99-cent delivery instead of, like, the two ninety nine or something like that. So it ended up coming out to being just, like, 5 bucks even. And I was like, huh, okay. Even... Even after, like, because I provided a tip and everything. So I was just like, it's literally cheaper to order this shit on DoorDash right now than to actually go to the store. So that's your answer, motherfuckers. <laughs> I mean, that's fair. <laughs> but now I can't eat at Wendy's, and I used to like what They're not getting my money. Well, I mean, I... It, them and, like, a bunch of people shouldn't anyway. Like, I try, when I whenever I do order food like that, <clears throat> I try to order, like, more mom and pop stuff. But... Yeah, support your mom and pop shit, especially if it's good. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I like supporting my mom and pop shit, and I and I do when I can. If I, however, like I work in downtown Boston, and as much as I do support the, the mom and pop shit, sometimes the non mom and pop shit is just out faster because they got their process down to get it out faster. So I'll go into Five Guys on occasion, or. To be quite honest, nine nine times out of ten, when I'm eating at work, I'm going down to Seven Eleven. I'm just getting taquitos from the griller. <laughs> Why are you not dead? <laughs> no, that's, nobody eats taquitos. That's, that's the secret. Seven Eleven. He, he is taquitos. <laughs> mm-hmm. See, just a stack of taquitos, stack of taquitos. That, that were that were left so long on the roller that they've become sentient. <laughs> They grabbed a fucking okay. trench coat and just they, they walked on out. That's, where, that's fine. I, that's I, I will go. I will go down. The Seven Eleven is literally right at the bottom floor of my work, so I just go down. Go down to the, from the, my my office down to the fourth floor. I go in. I get four taquitos, and by the time I'm done leaving Seven Eleven and back to my desk, the taquitos are gone. Damn, bro. Because I, because I, <laughs> Um, some people go to take smoke breaks. If I don't want to go up to my office right away, I'll have a taquito break and I'll get some taquitos and I'll go into smokers alley, talk with the smokers while eating taquitos where the smokers are like, and they say that this is killing us. How's that not killing you? And you're like, that's my secret because I am made of this. Just refueling <laughs> myself. See, th- I think that's come to the point that, and I'm 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 fat. I'm overweight. I know that things are killing me. Um, however, it's like when I go to the doctor and they check everything: blood pressure, cholesterol, blood sugar, everything that's supposed to be killing you, and they're expecting to get all these off the chart things and everything like that, and saying that I'm gonna die. Everything comes back normal, and they're like, "What the fuck? You're just fat." <laughs> and, uh, and I'm like. I know, and, and the reason I come to the doctor to check on things to make sure is, is it still that I'm just fat, or is there something else wrong? It's one of those things like, yeah, honestly, as much as I used to eat Wendy's now because of this, um, I'm not going to. I'm going to stick with, I'll, unless something happens with five five guys, I'll stick with 
Five Guys for now, I guess. So we're going to have to get a quick fast food. Little Five Guys. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what the fuck I'll eat. Tip your, yeah, I mean, tip your DoorDash people, too. If somebody is bringing food to your house, give oh. them. Oh, give yeah. them fuck money. yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Um, usually when I go through it, I'll, if there's a restaurant that's giving a discount for, like, the food that I'm going to get, uh, not only do I leave a tip, I usually t- get what that discount would have been, and I use that as the an addition to that. So it's like, it's not going to the restaurant since they're doing it off. I'm just going to give it to the driver. This is this is all good shit. This is all how we build each other up. I don't want to be... I, look, if I wanted to go to... I have uh, Anna's Taqueria, two and a half blocks from me. That makes great burritos. But if my lazy ass wants to order from Anna's and has someone go and drive, you bet your ass going to tip big because it's like, look, my ass is lazy. I could have walked away in line and gotten my own damn burrito, but I didn't. It's all the way over there. Do you know how many times I have sat at home, like, not completely in my pajamas because I ran out of energy halfway getting into them? And thought, where the fuck is food? Why, <laughs> why do I have to? How to food and why? Because it's just so much energy. Where the fuck is food? Well, <laughs> well, food is currently not here. Food is, food now is here. not here. <laughs> food is not. How do I make? Yeah. <laughs> How do I make food here? Because oh. food being here is important. So is Did we cover? Oh, we didn't cover the you live near Covington Catholic and they're racist. Fuck. Oh yeah, I live near Covington Catholic, happen? and they're racist as fuck. Fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> no, like um, I know I was going last time I went the fuck off about this. Um, it boils down to this. Boils down to this. My neighbor has uh, Confederate flags that he just displays proudly, and he did not display them proudly until the first day that he saw me actually come out because I was living here for like two months before I saw him. Uh, when I came out of my house and I said hello, and then all of a sudden Confederate flags appeared. That's all you need to know about this entire area. It works the same way. There you go. My landlord is is amazing, though, so like big ups to him. Uh, otherwise, I'd have been like, fuck this place, I'm out. But he's absolutely amazing. I love the, love the dude to death. I literally refer uh, everybody to him whenever anybody's looking for stuff. I'm like, yo, do you, uh, you got something uh, available? Because I got a friend. So he's um, he's an, he's amazing, but everybody else around here, fuck them. Um, recently, you I and I shared this. Um, you brought up the fact about a tweet from the artist Nathan Pyle. Um, yes, he Nathan Pyle is the uh, man that does those strange planet. Um, cartoons basically taking things in everyday life as if aliens were dealing with them and most of them are cutesy and fun and things like that um two years ago he basically did a basically did a pro uh march for life post um which set him up as which everybody's like oh can't share his work now because he's anti-choice um, did you know that he recently actually made a response about that? No. When did he do that? That was uh, today at 11.35 a.m. Okay. What did he um, say? My wife Taylor and I have private beliefs as they pertain to our Christian faith. We also believe separation of church and state is crucial to our nation flourishing. 
our votes go toward the Democratic Party. Additionally, we are troubled by what the Republican Party has become and do not want to be associated with it. Um, so, the way, Spoilers. That, the way that I read that... now, this Okay. Is, this is my interpretation. It's like... Okay, give us the white man's interpretation of this bullshit. The white man... <laughs> this white man's interpretation of this bullshit is... I might not agree with what you do, but it's okay for you to do it, and that was two years ago, and I'm just keeping my trap shut, and that's it. <laughs> um, however, I have no beef with anything else. But Here's I'm covering how. my ass. <laughs> I'm yes, like... <laughs> there you go. But I'm covering my ass. That's that's 99% yes. of why he came out and made this post, because everybody's like, what? Because I don't want to consume his media anymore or make sure he gets any money. Yep. Because he opens with, we have private be beliefs as they pertain to our Christian faith. We also, that says we support, yeah, we, our stance on this has not changed. Our stance on pro-force birth yep. has not changed. We also believe separation of church and state is crucial to our nation flourishing. We want to continue to have the right to push our version of Christianity. Our votes go toward the Democratic Party. That doesn't mean shit. I can say that. I can say <laughs> I voted Libertarian. That's not what I did. Um, additionally, we are troubled by what the Republican Party has become and do not want to be associated with it can be translated with, we're here for the pro-forced birth but not the races. Bingo. He doesn't denounce his actual, he doesn't denounce the tweet. He's, it is all boilerplate backpedaling. I'm not that person anymore. Please keep liking me. Mm -hmm. Nothing of what he says is a refutation of his original position and support of March for Life. So no, I'm still going to hate your, what were once adorable alien comics. Yeah. Piggybacking off of, uh, yeah, yeah, piggybacking off of, when I read that, that, sh because I had people who came in and came to his defense on the status that I made. And so what I said in that status was essentially this, if you are somebody who at the end of the day supports any movement that decides that the their entire basis of movement is we're going to take away a, a segment of people's rights to actually do and say what they want with their own body. That doesn't mean that that you're you don't have to physically prevent somebody from going into a clinic or seeing a doctor for you to be part of that movement. You literally just buying a bumper sticker you sharing these thoughts so that somebody else then can turn around and when the polls open, they do a vote, even if you didn't vote that way. These are all things that lead to, to that. And so you are still part of that. And whenever I hear people say, well, I'm pro-life, I'm thinking, about, well, if you're pro-life, did your ass go and try to get kids out of the custody of ICE? What, were you, what was your stance on, on refugees? What's your stance on immigration? What's your stance on the fact that there's more houses in this fucking country that are empty than any homeless person by themselves could fill ever? 
What's your stance on any of this shit? Because if your stance is, well, that's not my problem, then you know what? You are literally just a piece of shit. Like, period. If if you're pro-life, you should be you should be for all of these things being remedied. You shouldn't, it shouldn't be in the womb. That shouldn't be where like your thoughts are. Because you have no idea what the circumstances are that leads to a pregnancy and the circumstances of somebody saying, I don't want to be fucking pregnant. You know that people get pregnant even when they use protection. So why the, even when you use these forms of things that are supposed to make us not get pregnant, why should you still have to carry anything to term? It don't make fucking sense to me. And you can, I mean, people can change their minds too. Look, I'm pro-choice, but if I were to have a child, I'd be like, hey, I'm down for actually having a child. If the person who has the actual uterus doesn't want to have a child, I'd be like, you do what you got to do. I'm here for you if you want to do it. If you don't want to do it, that's what it is. But that's me. Like, if I had a uterus, I wouldn't fucking abort it. But that's me. I don't care what anybody else does. You have to do what's right for you. But if you're sitting here and you you have a tweet that literally references March for Life, which is a fucking organization that literally backs every legislation that wants to criminalize abortions. Fuck you. I don't care who the hell you were supporting. You literally took a screenshot of your girlfriend at the time who, if you read the entire screenshot, you it's it's boilerplate. I'm now here because somebody didn't abort me. And if you had an abortion human being and you put that and then you said, this is what March for Life means for me. And I'm just like, bro, I can I don't have to have somebody call me the fucking hard R N word to know that somebody is racist when they're saying certain shit or they're doing certain shit. I know that you are a piece of shit based on this and based on this supposed explanation that you had. This is the most non-explanation I've ever heard. When I read that, what I, what I read is, well, I'm not hanging Negroes from trees, but if they wanted to try to try to um, integrate schools, well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm not, I'm not gonna stand out there and like protest it. But when funding comes up for that certain school, I'm gonna vote against that funding. That's what your private Christian fucking beliefs line is. It's that plain and simple, dog. I've seen this fucking movie before. You ain't writing a new script. That's all I gotta say. I, I got nothing. <laughs> Fuck. That was the perfect companion. <laughs> To, yeah, what drives me crazy about pro-life? They don't care about brown babies. They don't care about children who are hungry. They don't care about parents who are risking their lives to bring their children somewhere safe. Or are in desperation turning their children over to strangers to smuggle them into another country. P.S. This is where we get child tracking. Um, is because... People are taken advantage of because all they want is their child to be safe and to live. They don't care about that. They don't care about state laws. Ohio just confirmed today that you have to be 18 to get married or 17 <laughs> with a whole bunch of legal rules. It's 2019! Why do we have to make these laws? You can't be pro-life and anti-abortion. You just can't. Don't make no sense at all. Abortions save lives, and every hardcore anti-abortion person I have run, I have crossed swords with verbally has said 
What do you mean it saves lives? My life, mine, the woman getting the abortion, or in the case of a non-viable pregnancy, it's the merciful option for a child that is going to live only a few hours or a few days in pain and in a box full of tubes. Oh, but Noelle, think about, think about all the little pictures and the captions you can make and put on Facebook and make it seem like you're such a good person. Anybody who does that, you're fucking sick. Fucking yeah. Shit just pisses me off, man. Like I can't. So you, yeah, I I went to his Twitter and I read it, and I'm just sitting there, and I'm just like, dog, that is literally the biggest non like explanation of anything. I love how literally listing out two political parties that are basically the same somehow makes it okay. Because somebody kept mentioning, oh, well, he supports Black Lives Matter. Okay. Does he? I don't, I don't know how he votes. I can say that I support something and then literally never to make it happen, never go to rallies, never talk about it when it could come up in casual conversation, never push it when somebody is pushing back. That don't mean shit. So yeah, that's the, that's the biggest non, non-explanation I've ever seen in my life. I'm just like, yeah, no thanks. I will continue not sharing any any of his stuff. Um, I wasn't a patron member before, and I definitely fucking won't be one now. Yeah. His patron level dropped after that. <laughs> That's why he tweeted. Uh, yep. That's why he did it. Yep. He <laughs> was like, but my wallet. And good. The less money you have, asshole, the less money you can give to organizations that want me dead. Yep. That's the one thing about something like being an independent someone that that works for yourself and things of that nature you have to make sure that you are in the right in regards to how you treat people captain we have arrived safely computer what is this place it appears to be your past's present future what what does that even mean Time machine to the future and back again It's the plan for this lonely captain Hold up with no human robo companions Crash land on that planet with ocean sand and sin Me ends On the menu, a solitary preview of this epic Go wings lie, a future so sapping I've seen the battle of my outcomes Or is that the outcome of my battles? Shit It's hard to figure which ones to straddle To pinpoint accurately for the log So addled Forced to live through these millennia bells I'm leaning square and fair, but it's no rainbow shell Reptilian planet like mixed human plight Those magical kingdoms taking flight Black oceans as deep as a lavender heart Used for parts when there's nothing else to get the ship to start Fuck
it. Fast forward past the pain. Maybe I'll pull a rip hunter and just bounce to another plane. I'm not heartless, and I'm no Jack Hart, cause I've got no means of travel. Be a portal or TARDIS. This time bomb's about to blow. It's coming down to the wire. Just wish you were my river song and not my rose, Tyler. This goes back to the cult thing. Um, they did. Oh, are we calling all the way back to shit that, that Alpha didn't hear? What? Uh, yeah, I was getting ready to just say, was that before he came on or after? Um, yeah, my ranting about how cult behavior or cult creation behavior is the same whether you're an incel, a multi-level marketing drone, or a member of the Manson family, or the no era. longer with us because you took Hale Bop <laughs> off this fucking rock. But yeah, basically, it's one of those things where you have a choice. You can either have people be good to people, period, across the board, or lose money. Your those are your options. Unfortunately, the fa- unfortunately though, hate to say it, is that there are too many people that are scratching at every single dollar that they earn that they can't help everything that is good. Right. And unfortunately, there is so many that are the mind masses that still support with their dollars things that are bad. Chick-fil-A. Um... Every single time I read an article that is like, if you support gay rights, you have to stop eating at Chick-fil-A. And my thought pattern is, and all people I know that are like, but Chick-fil-A is so good. It's like, that's, yes, well, some people that smoke crack say crack is good, but they <laughs> drop the habit. <laughs> crack is indeed good. That was you with fucking cocaine. Once. Like, let me just use cocaine. <laughs> no, don't use cocaine. No, 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 no Bill. No, no, no. Cocaine try, is bad. Uh, try cocaine. Not actively use. My only coke habit is Coca Cola. <laughs> I mean, they took the coke out of that, so I, that definitely does not count. Yeah, but they they loaded up with extra caffeine, so that balances things out. <laughs> sort of. Um, <laughs> For me, anyway. <laughs> What matters even more, yeah, don't eat Chick-fil-A and don't shop at Hobby Lobby because Hobby Lobby steals shit from on the black market. Just, uh, yeah, Hobby Lobby steals artifacts and is anti-abortion and horrible. Um, Chick-fil-A, ditto, they're horrible. Although I don't know about the artifact stealing. I'm assuming they're they, crazy. They might, do yeah, they might do that shit. They, they might be buying black market Holy Land artifacts and fuck them double hard don't steal shit from people killmonger was right call- kill yeah killmonger was fucking right <laughs> stealing people's shit and putting it in your goddamn museum back in your country because it's quote safer there wouldn't be a thing if you hadn't gone and fucked shit up to begin with to begin with well i mean yeah. you know these Fuck it. these warlords yeah, you mean the ones that you literally gave guns to and said, hey, if you kill the rest of these people and let us go in there, 
we'll back you. And then as soon as you got out, you were like, damn, what the fuck? How'd that happen? Became Wong in Infinity War talking about, damn, y'all fighting Thanos? Y'all be safe now. And went back to the uh, sanctuary. Like, dude, if the whole universe disappears, no one cares about your little stupid ass house. Come on now. No, no, he's got to protect terrifying amounts of knowledge. <laughs> Some shit. Yeah, well, I mean, one page almost fucked the everything in that. I'm just but, saying, if Thanos snapped and his ass was picked, no one was protecting that. So, what's good? <laughs> I mean, that's fair. However, my point about big corporations comes down to this: if you are an individual content creator, which Bill was talking about. We don't have time to support the good stuff because we're all poor. <sighs> Sigh. Cry. See, it's sad like sad for us, sad for you, sad for everybody. And it's like as soon it's like as soon as I have every time I go through and And that's the thing about the poor. When we do have something when we do have money and we can go to and support things, we do it. Most of the time, a lot of you go through and re- there's been studies done about people that, that from charities, about where their charity money get, they get their money from charities from. They don't get it from big spenders of big corporations. They get it from a whole bunch of people that are scraping by each dollar that they have, but still have time to go through and donate to causes because they know it's the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. I want to go through and support as many small things as I can go through, either by either in any way I can. And unfortunately, sometimes, uh, unfortunately, it is types of things like exposure like this. Uh, however, I'm not going to expect people to do things for exposure. Um, at the same time, any major projects that I think about in regards to, like, that I know that's going to take hours and hours on man hours, I don't even do because I'm like, look, I know that this is going to take time. I'm not going to ask somebody to do it for free. I'm going to have to go through and if get quotes for prices and things like that. I have a great idea for a webcomic. I tried doing webcomic once. My drawing for comics sucks, and it's not one of those things that suck that you'll get better at. I don't have the time to keep at it with everything going on. So mm-hmm. while I may be able to write out a script for something and actually like storyboard out the script, so to speak, I have to hire an artist and that artist needs money to put food in their, be- in their bellies, keep a roof over their head, keep their electricity running because they're going to have to scan the shit to go through and get everything done. So they need to be able to survive. And if I can't go through and help them with a form of income, I can't do that. However, if I know I'm going to get a long use out of something, for example, graphics for the podcast. We paid for the graphics of the podcast. Because we know that we'll get long You're not assholes. We know that we'll get long (laughs) use out of that. Um, I play, I'm still trying to, I'm still trying to figure out the wording to, for description wise. So for my other podcasts, I could get another type of, uh, it's going to probably have to be like a hand-drawn comic graphic type thing. I have ideas for that that will need to get done for that. But I know it's one of those things like here, I need a quote. It's what I want for done. I like your work. 
give me a quote so I know how much I have to save so I can go to you. Not try to find a cheaper price elsewhere because I like your work. I want you to continue to flourish. So I go through and look into those assets. Racist shitheads do the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Which is my point. Oh, oh, he made this tweet. He's okay now. No. No. What you say is who you are. And two years is not a long enough time. And especially on the heels of plummeting Patreon subscriptions, your words are suspect. Is it how you feel or is it because you feel a pinch? Yep. Just like we can't eat at Chick-fil-A anymore or Wendy's or anywhere, you know, fun where there's grease and delight. I I will. Because they're all horrible, horrible abusers of people. Um, and we shouldn't eat. I will admit. Where there is blood in I, our food. I, I will admit when we were talking about bad places and where not to go. I did go through and check for Long John Silver's, see if they had any major controversy going And unfortunately, the only controversy, according to Wikipedia, is in July 2013, the Center for Science and Public Interest, a nutrition and health policy watchdog group, named Long John Silver's Big Catch Meal the worst restaurant meal in America, noting that it contained 33 grams of trans fat, 19 grams of saturated fat, 1,320 calories, and almost 3,700 milligrams of sodium. Okay, I'm still just going to drink the malt vinegar. <laughs> I mean, but you can make your own, and it would be so much healthier for you. And, 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 uh, you, could, and you could bottle it and have Digital Champions malt vinegar. Uh, <laughs> um, fun fact, actually, uh, my roommate stole the malt vinegar bottle from the Long John Silver's <laughs> Why would you do that? Because they didn't give enough packets and they weren't going to give any more out. So she literally just went in and just grabbed it and then walked out with it. I mean, what are they going to do? Nothing. I mean, it's like, it's hey, not, it's not full, like, bottles of old vinegar anyway, so. Oh, whatever. see, Five Guys is a little bit smart about that because they have a malt, they have malt vinegar for their fries and things like that. Um, but they have it like one of those ketchup pumps, so you can't just go through and grab the malt vinegar. <laughs> That's what you. No, they think. have it in they have it in giant tubs, and you could, if you were determined, take the whole tub. Trust me, I'm determined. <laughs> or again, you could make it by the gallon yourself. Yeah, we'll we'll see. And not we'll see. Steal it. I, it's not happening. So I know that. So I'm gonna add a poll at the end of this podcast, so people can vote for it. Um, should there be digital champion smalt vinegar? Yes. Um, and if there is a positive reaction to the poll, you could consider this for a future product placement. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love it. Yeah, <laughs> add that. Add that. Also, uh, let them know, when does this go up? This will go up Sunday. Saturday okay. on Patreon. Uh, yeah, plug shamelessly plug your shit and everybody else's shit that you love. Okay, plug everybody in the project. All right, er, holy shit, that's a whole lot of plugging. There's like, <laughs> there's been like seventy something people involved at this point. God. Um, 
I mean, do you need to warm up before you go deep like that? I mean, you know, sometimes you do. Sometimes you do. Um, <laughs> um, so for me, uh, like I said, the name is Alpha Rift, and that's not Alpha Rift. Okay. It's R-I-F-F. Okay. Um, you can find me basically everywhere, but my home base now is patreon.com slash Alpha Rift. Um, I'm on Facebook. Just look up Alpha Riff. You'll find my page, but you'll also probably find my personal profile. Personal profile is 100% open and, and I accept all friend requests. So just go ahead and do it because you know you want to. Uh, let me see. I'm on Instagram. On Instagram is Alpha Riff Music. On Twitter is just at Alpha Riff. On uh, Discord, I don't, you know what? I don't know how Discord works. I had, it's whatever. Don't follow I just, me on Discord. Just, uh, yeah, just come, a, just come to this channel, and you'll find me here. I pop in every now and again, and I go, "What's going on?" Okay, I'm going back to work. <laughs> <laughs> but I do that with everything because I'm clearing notifications. Um, let me see, where else am I on? On Snapchat, it's Alpha underscore Riff. Yeah, follow me on there because that shit's just ridiculous. It don't make no sense. Um, and so that's why we're every- not on Snapchat. <laughs> <laughs> For everybody that um, I work with, my pixel art is my homeboy Daniel Hill of Danji's Designs. Um, go check out his stuff. He actually has done stuff for some major, major players. Um, the one that comes to mind is actually Mega Ran, who uh, just did uh, a song at Madison Square Garden for the Ring of Honor um, and is friends with Xavier Woods. So if you are a wrestling fan and all that, you've seen Mega Ran like in the ring every now and again um, um, or like behind the scenes and stuff. We're, we're just this is the whole thing about the New Day. What Warren's talking about is uh, the one of the members of the New Day. What? Oh, yeah. Sorry. Xavier Woods. I, was like, I was like, wait, what? <laughs> it's um, the big thing for us with the non-toxic masculinity, and you miss that rant, which will be on the Patreon, um, basically pointing out that how, how wrestling, since Kofi Kingston won the WWE <sighs> title, wrestling fans so are like, oh, the New Day must break up now be over jealousy over the title. No. no they don't. <laughs> like, I know this is kind of like a weird like like add in, but if you don't see them as like just people, they literally are three best friends. Yep, they always have been. And if if there was any quote unquote breaking up, it's literally kayfabe. Like it's literally just scripted. It's not anything real. Like it's just for fun or whatever. You know, it's just to kind of like do a weird story thing, but. That would, to me, that would be actually one of the worst things that they could do because his winning this title and then just the three of them like showing the celebration and the love of like pumping up their own homeboy. Like we need that as as guys, and we need to see that that's okay, and we need to definitely see that as black men, especially because we're always portrayed as not doing that. That's like, why it's. I'm like pointing out, I'm like look what you're try- basically saying is pretty much racist because you're basically saying, oh, just because a black man has something, the other black men have to be pissed and fight him over it. Yep. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, it don't work that way, but, you know, keep thinking it does. Good job. That's why Nipsey Hussle was killed. Good job, guys. Um, let me see. I, just from a sports fan perspective, 
this whole um yeah i like sports deal with it um, <laughs> i like i like sports and i have tits it, it's fine your masculinity is not threatened i promise and what? if it is, fuck you. <laughs> like, what? If people don't know, uh, the only sport that I actually do like is wrestling. So what's up? And I don't have okay. I don't have tits. Well, I mean, I kind of <laughs> do because I'm just fat. But it is what it is. What's good? <laughs> yeah. Um, the idea that this genre of entertainment I don't understand. I don't follow wrestling. But... These, there has to be this jealousy because one guy has a title and others don't have a title. And did LeBron stop talking to his friends? That's what people think. That's that's did, did, did he? That's that is the mentality that people have. It's like, no, nah, I'm not did, with it. I'm not with it. Like that's that's old, and I'm I'm tired of that fat narrative of if one person has something, especially if he has like testosterone and identifies as masculine leaning like you have to suddenly want to be the alpha and the beta and blah 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 which is hilarious coming from a dude whose name is alpha riff which funny enough is just the phonetic spelling of my old internet handle so it never was this before but like that whole idea like you don't you don't need that you can literally celebrate somebody's accomplishments and they can celebrate your fucking accomplishments and you both are good in what you do you don't have to be the best at everything and you can celebrate other people being the best at whatever they do even if it's the same fucking industry you are in so get over that shit it's old that story is old we're done write us a new story fuck you yes yes <laughs> Um, what's, what blows my mind from my perspective as a woman-shaped human interacts in women's spaces, we can all be drunk in the bathroom and love each other. Like, it's just a, your hair and your outfit and this is great and, oh, that's a cool thing. And, and you know, we're just all excited about everything. Mm -hmm. At the dive bar on goth night, I swear to God, some of these people cut each other in the street over, over some stupid bullshit. But no fucking we reason. can build each other up, but the minute we let marketing get involved and we let other people tell us what our stories are, we'll tear each other apart. And it it's mind blowing that people can hold these two things in their heads. I guess it's that um I follow a diverse media, it's that pick me. Ah uh, yes. The, the the pick me attitude. Yes. Um good old pick me's. I'm not like other girls. Oh. Yes, you are. <laughs> like Shut the fuck up. Just get on with it. Like, we, we don't care. And you're not interesting anyway, so go do something else and bring on the interesting people. <laughs> I'm, I'm such an asshole. <laughs> I mean, you, you are into your asshole right now, but it's a good asshole. <laughs> Benevolent asshole. Uh, I just want you're people to You're only an asshole to shit that deserves it. Yeah. It's not a hard thing. The love. It actually takes less energy. Oh my god, so much less. To be compassionate to people than it does to actively be horrible. I know. I'm lazy, <laughs> but I also hate everybody. <laughs> it's just easier to meet them with compassion first and determine whether or not it's worth exerting the energy to dislike. Bingo. Bing fucking go. Um, who? Shout out. Shout it out. 
Daniel O. Lex Lingo is um, doing the covers for both Digital Champions, The Architect, and Digital Champions, The Angel. Uh, so we got that. Um, on the project, I have my homeboy, Zilla Persona, who always knocks it out of the park. Two-ton 21, who always fucking destroys it. I literally, after I heard his vocals the first time, I was like, yo, when I write stuff, like, you're just going to sing it for me. Even though I can sing, like, I'm just going to have you sing it, bro, because I'm not singing it. Not singing no more. Um, so I got him on the project. I got uh, the fifth sister on the uh, on the project. Check out all her shit. It's so fucking good. Um, who else do I have on this project? MZ, of course, but she's just she's always like on every project. She's she's my roommate, my best friend. Um, she sometimes writes her own stuff, but I end up doing like a lot of writing for her. But I'm trying to convince her to actually go live and play piano because she knows how to play piano super fucking well i'm trying to get her to go live with me so we'll see if that works if not i'll figure something out uh i don't know i have no idea i guess i'm done well if you're done then i guess we're also done and we can be done yep because we do not know how to end these things. <laughs> we don't. We we just we talk forever. We don't have an out. We don't have an end to things. So we just kind of like awkwardly exit. So before we awkwardly exit, I just want to say all the stuff for us you can find on our website at www.xchromosomepodcast.com. All of our social media links are there. Our blog there. All of our Patreon stuff is there. All of our donate links are there. Help us so we have more people and continue the things like supporting Alpha Riff. Notice it into yes. there. <laughs> yes. Oh my god, you got it right. It took you two goddamn hours. <laughs> so help us continue to do things right, and hopefully it won't take us two hours. My name like, is Like, subscribe, rate, review, all the good stuff. Everywhere that you can like, subscribe, rate, review, follow. Just help us out. So That being said, my name is Bill. And I'm Noelle. And we all have an X chromosome. Get out of here. (laughs) Bye. Get out. Bye. Fuck off. We're done. Okay, Craig, you useless bot. Stop recording. Oh, he's still recording. You weren't ready for the return. Murk in the depths with the rebirth. Barrel to the dome, but the crow keeps clapping in his eye. I cap with the reverse. Fuck it all, mama, let me rehearse. In the hearse with the devil with the features. But the creature got loose like a preacher with a fever, and I'm feeling like blood is the lead to the precursor. I don't fucking care. The beast is liberated. Your party eviscerated. The Pokemon Great Gation can fucking suck it. I'll obliterate him. Balls free. Fucking release You don't get heated. A reason to leave. I'm wearing all the shit on my sleeve. But y'all see like y'all testing me. I was just trying to live and save him. But fuck it. I see how y'all played him. Man, turn ugly. But y'all don't even fucking know me. So fuck it. He's back. I 
It's a fucking game. Still, I'm up in you, carving my name. Cut you from stomach to shoulder with blade. Crack up your sternum like Christmas today. Then I'ma reach all up in you to play. Take out your heart while you wasted away. Take a bite out of this black and mild shit. That's why you've been dead since the day you was made. The I don't need three fucking dragons, motherfucker. I didn't have it. Walla Ouija, I'ma smash it. I'm your secret, I'm bad habit. Finish it before Martian crashes. I done wrote the book, I done played the game. Still thrown to flames, still sick, get fucked up. Still pulling chicks like a child's play. Still getting looks like my porn days. Don't give a fuck if y'all like You wet me dead, it's not right, see? So watch the world burn from the highest heights. Straight height. We're just coming, fuckers. Hold on. Oh my god, what? Did we did we switch it to like where you have to hold the button down? Oh shit, dude. Are you on push to talk? You can change that shit. Well, like every time I tried to do the voice detect thing, it was like this channel is now only push to talk. So I'm like, I'm what? Not push to talk. What did you fuck up, Bill? Let me check what I fucked up. One moment. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, hold up, cause I can't, I can't remember like to hold a button down to do this shit. <laughs> you haven't slept, dude. You told me that when we were doing a little show prep. You're like, I haven't right? slept like... more than two hours in like two days. So I'm, you're bananas. Oh my god, I'm having yeah. a depressive episode. Yeah. This is gonna be a great show. Oh. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> All uh, right. So gonna be bananas did you fix it try talking now is it fixed oh my god yes thank you i miss i misread something and i for for the podcaster setting i accidentally said it so that no we don't want that we want the voice activation read it wrong (laughs) okay yeah i was like because as soon as like i jumped in the channel it said that and i went okay hold up and that's why you guys were like oh He's ignoring us. And I'm like, no, I, I don't have a button pushed yet. Like, I don't have it set. I don't even know how to it's do okay. it yet. okay. We're fine. All right. It's good. We're okay. 